Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Stay tuned for Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy right here on Blog Talk Radio. I have so many. I'm not live. So many. I, I just got it. I was coming in. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, in a small hollow in North Carolina, there have been several Bigfoot sightings, skirting fields and meadows, and even attacking chickens at a local watering hole. Hunters may need to be on the lookout for something other than deer when they hit the woods this week. Up until Sunday night, he hadn't been spotted recently, but according to these pictures, the legendary Mothman is back. The number of UFO sightings is soaring tenfold over the past 25 years. Now, she's not talking about people. She is talking about ghosts. Hanging around what some say is a real-life haunted house. You're listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy on paratalkradio.com. Paratalk Radio is your one-stop for all things paranormal, the unknown, and the supernatural. We cover topics such as ghosts, hauntings, Bigfoot, UFOs, and more. Paratalk Radio is a product of the Genesee Valley Paranormal Investigators. You can join us every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 7 p.m. Central. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, TuneIn, and Google Play. We are a part of AHAM Radio Network and blogtalkradio.com. Live video streaming can be seen on Facebook at facebook.com backslash paratalkradio and periscope.tv. To contact us, email paratalkradiohost at gmail.com or search on the web for Paratalk Radio. Paratalk Radio is recorded live at J-Wolf Productions in Ontario, New York, engineered by John Winter. We are Rochester, New York's only paranormal talk radio show. The topics, views, and opinions expressed on our show may not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Paratalk Radio, our hosts, or our sponsors. Some of the language on our show may not be suitable for listeners under 16. And now, here are your hosts, Ted and Cindy. Hi, everybody. (laughs) It's going to be a fun show. Okay, can I just start out and say, there were, it's a sad, sad day. Oh, for all the world. Yes. Stanley died. Stan died, yeah. I'm so sad. I can't even begin to tell you. I, I was wondering why you wore your Spider-Man shirt. My Spider-Man? Because I love Spider-Man so much. Like, mm. I wouldn't go to school until He-Man or Spider-Man was over. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm really sad. Jansen was, <laughs> Jansen was literally going, Mom, Stanley is dead. I'm like, I know. He was 95. He lived a good life. He really did, but I love him so much. And yeah. and Connor, the little boy from um, that was being honored at Gettysburg, passed away yep. as well. Yep. I know and they so, did a lot for him, too. They were. Yeah, it was very it was so sad. sad. Yeah. It was very sad. Okay. On with the show. Paratalk on with the radio, show, this solely... is it. <laughs> John, did you get the right one? No. <laughs> so that was good that I talked over it. We got a lot to do. 
And we're starting out with paranormal news tonight. What? Yes. Okay, yes, 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 I got yes. some myself. Oh, do you? I do. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so I don't know if anybody's been watching. Uh, like Facebook has been doing a lot of these feeds lately of paranormal things that have been happening around the world, and I've been kind of catching them and throwing them up on the Paratalk Radio page. So I'm going to hit a couple of them here. Okay. Uh, Navajo police encounter with the paranormal. Okay. Um, this came out on November 9th of this month. Okay. Just um, just, just a few days ago. Just a few days ago. It says mm-hmm. the police have always been a force that ideally seeks to protect us from more nefarious elements of the world we live in. They are supposed to look over us and patrol our streets looking to eliminate criminal threats and maintain a sense of peace. In the process of doing so, law enforcement often comes across the strange and implicable, but they also encounter things that their training and event common sense has not prepared them for, things beyond the scope of our understanding. What do, you, <laughs> do I want to know what he's doing? Okay, uh, he's playing not. with a see-through bowl. No, I, I don't want to know. I, I, um, you asked for a bowl? I, I asked for something in case I need to throw up. I'm pregnant to everybody. No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. No, okay, I'm not. don't do it. No, I, right. I, I, because I'm really sick, and if I if I need to, I <laughs> need something. You see the size of the bucket he's gonna give you. <laughs> it's this huge. is good. This is for. Well, I did just eat, so it would be a lot. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, let me go back to where he says. One place where such encounters has been seen are with the police who patrol the Navajo Reservation of the American Southwest, well away from the public eye in a place that many of you have never given a second thought to. This is a land of legend and mystery, and often it seems that the police here are firsthand witnesses to some very bizarre things indeed. Okay. So perhaps one of the most interesting cases of reservation law enforcement Dealing with the paranormal is a whole department devoted to such phenomena. The Navajo Reservation in Arizona has long had numerous reports of all manner of strange goings-on that went beyond the scope of what ordinary law enforcement were trained to deal with, including ghosts, Bigfoot, UFOs, shapeshifters that are within the native lore, Mm -hmm. such as skinwalkers and other assorted weirdness. Okay. What is interesting is that rather than scoff off these reports and write them off, the Navajo Reservation instead went about assigning a special branch of their department to investigating such such cases, which I think is very cool, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's got to be like the lead in, in uh, police departments around the United States. I mean, that they actually created their own Little, you know, special yeah. force for it. Mm-hmm. The team is called the Navajo Nation Rangers, consisting of a group of specially trained federal officers that are typically uh, in charge of a variety of tasks, such as managing national parks, archaeological sites, I can't even say it today, (laughs) archaeological sites, and Fish and Wildlife Services. In this case, they expanded their operation to include the investigation of reports of the paranormal even and although such reports accounted for less than 1% of their total cases, they were taken very seriously by the department. Some of the most illuminating information of these cases and the inner workings of the Navajo Rangers with regard to the paranormal comes from a retired 31-year-old enforcement veteran of the Arizona Police Department. That's very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 18-year veteran and sergeant from the Navajo Rangers 
in Window Rock, Arizona. Um, you guys, you got to check this whole article out. It's on Paratalk Radio's Facebook yeah. page. Um, they talk about everything from things flying across the room to uh, ceramic vessels exploding, um, UFOs, and so on and so forth. I, it would take me forever to sit here and read this whole thing because it's a very large article. Um, there's a couple of their investigators that have spent over 10 years investigating stuff like this. That's so crazy. these people are actually educated and um, have educated themselves in all of this to, to really take a, a serious approach to it, I think is amazing. So you should really check that out. Yeah. Now, you said you had one. Yeah, let me get it really quick. Okay. Um, um, there's quite a few that I've posted lately. Um <laughs> You know, uh, recently on our page, and Bill just asked me a question, so I've got to. I'm going to share this really quick too. Okay, you do that, and I have to share link for Bill real <laughs> quick. Um, let me see if I can find one more while you're doing that. And I just, I am amazed at some of the stuff that I've been finding lately that I've been putting up. Um, on our page about this stuff. It's just amazing. Um, it just seems like this time of the year, there's a lot of paranormal stuff happening. Well, I, so this is this was one of the things that came up that I, um, with one of our guests, they said that there is no veil between the worlds, and, and I chose to not speak, right? Okay, all right. And I do not necessarily go with that assumption because I really do believe there is a veil. Um, and I do believe that, you know, whether it's our perception or not and whether or not it thins, that is here nor there. It could be that our intuition and our sixth sense just picks up more at this time. Right. Okay. Yeah. But, I can see that. um, I definitely feel like it, there are things that amp up around this time. From August till December, mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot of activity that goes on. So that's just my my way of looking at it. Um, so I definitely I definitely do subscribe to that. I definitely believe that there is more activity during this time frame, especially around Halloween, right. Samhain, because Samhain is not necessarily always on October 31st. I'm trying to get this up for him real quick. Um, no worries. I'm. I have to go to one of my friends' groups so, that I'm in. Um, there it is. <laughs> all right, you get into yours then. Mine is naughty though, kind of. What do you mean naughty? Go figure. Anyways. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here's mine. <laughs> okay. So um, I w- was going to share a video on our Pear Talk Radio because. They literally have sex toys available, which you can purchase, that are alien-like. <laughs> really? Which have eggs that can come out of these. Um, Do I even want to know what that <laughs> means? <laughs> they have. It's. Um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna share it on the on our page. Okay. Okay. Um, because right. I think it's interesting. It, it it because you know what sex toys are okay. They are okay. They are perfectly fine. I think everybody should have at least twenty. 
20? Wow. I'm being facetious. Right. I think that you should be able to explore sex and have a great time with it. Well, I think you should too, Dr. Ruth. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But I definitely thought this was really crazy and interesting that they actually have alien-like ideal things that... um, you know, you can have eggs deposited from your alien dung. <laughs> that is a bit confusing. It, but, yeah. Okay. So it's it's so it's for men and women, right? It's not right, necessarily right, right, phallic right. and all like a masculine thing I because get it, it I has get it. The, the the female aspect of the egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's and the egg is like a. A gelatin kind of thing, so it warms up and actually just will, will help with your. It, well, it'll it'll melt and it'll just orgasm. let go. It will just come out. It won't. <laughs> it's not like something you have to fish out of where the orifice that you decide to put it in. <laughs> it will, you know. Wow, yeah. and it's and it's alien in nature. Well, it's yeah. supposed to be like alien. So, so okay. It's, here's the big guy. Holy crap. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. All right. She's going to post this. I'm you guys have it. got to see this. And yeah. Um, uh, y'all can laugh as much as I <laughs> That's just freaky. <laughs> um, that's nasty. I, I don't want to go any farther with it. But I, I definitely want yeah. to say to, uh, um, to, to, to get off that subject that mm-hmm. uh, Frank and Sherry from Demon Files um, have just announced that they're going to be in a new movie. They're, they've been casted in a in a, a new speaking role. Nice. Um, it's being shot in Pennsylvania, and I want to say congratulations to those guys. That is awesome. Um, from the director of Death House, which is very cool. Nice. Um, congratulations, so, yes, guys. Yes, guys. That's awesome. Um, also, I know you guys can't see it, but I got a present for Robert. I actually I got my sure Doctor is. Who t-shirt. And I, um, here's my present. Thank you, Robert. Yep, thank you. Oh, and... I can put it on, actually. We got our little TARDIS. Yums. Yums. Okay. So, and that's going right on there for Robert. Um, some of the other I things that I want to talk about for Paranormal News is, is a couple things. One is that, is our, is our event mm-hmm. for Parafest, yes, the Rochester, Rochester Winter, Parafest. Winter Parafest. So um, we have, um, if I can remember as an account, there is several um, stars coming out of the woodwork for this that I'm, I'm okay. so, help you? Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. My hands are free. You are. He's a little icicle here, friends. He is so freezing. Oh my God, honey. You want me to my hand somewhere? Sure. <laughs> He's done it before. Don't let him fool you. Not to me. <laughs> That's a terrible idiot. <laughs> there you go, honey. You're all, you're all set up. Look now. how pretty it is. It's so pretty. But some of the things I want to talk about that are happening along with uh, the Winter Parafest. Yeah. Is now the Parafest is February 23rd and 24th. 24th right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be held at the Valley Oak Event Center in Geneseo, right? University Town. I mean, it's, it's right. huge. Yeah. So we're we're going to be there, and on the 23rd mm-hmm. that night, Saturday night. Saturday night, friends. Historical Avon Inn after. 
the Parafest, is actually throwing together a celebrity ghost hunt Woo! with Daniel Class, Melanie Rashar, or Lesbie, uh, uh, Elizabeth, Melanie Elizabeth from Naked and Afraid, right. and Lori Johnson from Ghost of Shepherdstown. The right. three of them are running the ghost hunt that night, so they can get tickets. All they got to do is go to um, Eventbrite mm-hmm. and look up Avon Inn, and there's actually tickets there that they can get to go to this event. Woo! And it's $50. and they also get a free ticket to Sunday's Parafest as oh, a free gift. Nice. So, so entrance fee. You so mean. an entry fee. So, yeah, yeah, they're saving $15. So they buy the ticket to go to the ghost hunt. Nice. Then they get a $15 ticket free to go to the Parafest on the following day Fantastic. on Sunday. Fantastic. Which I think is awesome. It is awesome. So that's happening. But that's the, happening. Yes, it is. That's happening. So there is going to be a ghost hunt so associated with the Parafest. It's Lori. It's Lori Johnson from the Ghost of Shepherdstown. Mm-hmm. It's Melanie Elizabeth Melanie from Elizabeth Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid. Yep. And I should bring her something to eat. Daniel Class. And Danny Class. Yeah. So it's going to be Yay! an awesome event. Guys, that's so much now, fun. What else is happening here is the night before on Friday night. Okay. All of our all of our stars from Naked and Afraid, which I have to say, I'm very excited that we have not one, not, not two, two, not three, but four, four Naked and Afraid, four Naked and Afraid, afraid celebrities coming. That's amazing. Right. And um, Melanie Elizabeth is one. Yay. Jeremy McCaw is the other. Yeah. Trent. Trent. I can't, wait now, to, I can't wait to finally meet Melanie and Trent, to be honest. Uh, I can't we, wait either. We've, they're, they're, we've they're, interviewed them. Yeah. And then the final one, um, I was going to keep her name a secret because she's actually from the brand new season. Oh, well, maybe you should keep her a secret. I mean, we don't have to. I mean, it, it's just amongst friends here. Just amongst friends. The mystery. So, yeah, let's let's keep it a guest. secret tonight. Okay. Okay. So we have okay. a special fourth guest from the newer series that's going to be there mm-hmm. with those guys. So, anyways, on February twenty second, the night before the Parafest, the historical Avon Inn is also doing dinner, meet and greet, and where you can get your own photos taken with everybody from Naked and Afraid. Oh, you can go nice. and get your pictures taken with them. You can have dinner what? with them. And you can spend the evening listening to their stories and so on and so forth on the 22nd. And go to Eventbrite. The tickets are there also. So there will be links for all this stuff on paratalkradio.com. And we'll put it on our Facebook pages as well. Um, So I'm I'm just really excited about all that stuff happening that's associated um, with it. Now, real quick to talk about who's coming, we have Mr. Cesare, who is actually – Going to be there. He's the one. Yep. And he's the one that had the experience right there in Geneseo at the college. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about that. I wish we could get into the college with Chris. I know. That would be awesome. God dang it. We also have uh, Tony DeVille, who is from Masters Angels, who's doing tattoos that night. Um, He's doing tattoos. Are you going to get a tattoo? I'm thinking we should do a Paratalk Radio tattoo. I don't know if I could could ink it on me. I'm scared about that. I do want to get one. I do want to get a tattoo. All right. Also, Ghost of Shepherdstown. Not (laughs) only is Lori Shepherd or Lori Johnson going to be there, it's also going to be Chief Mike King is also going to be there. You guys get to meet Mike, too. I love him so much. So, and some of the other guests that we've had on our show, like um, 
Mark Kais is going to be there. Yes, Mark um, Kais is cool as ass. Yep, yep. Um, Maria Schmidt's going to be there from the World's Largest I'm Ghost Hunt. I'm pretty excited about Rebecca Maria. Rebecca Schmucks, the yes, Motor City Medium, is I going to be there. I can't wait to meet her, too. Yep, Eric Knapp. Daniel Class is going to be there. My Daniel um, Class. I met this gentleman um, at the Supernatural Expo. Um, Mr. James Allen Ross is going to be there, and mm-hmm. he's got an awesome book out. Uh, Daniel Benoit from ECBRO. Yes, is yep. we yes. talked to him, too. Yep, he's going to be here. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. Chris uh, Sanders from, um, I'm trying to think of the name of the, the, he's got his own like crew, the Haunted Crew, I think is what it's called. He's going to be there. Fantastic. David Graham from Twisted Paranormal, who we saw in Gettysburg, is going yes. to be there. Um, and... Last but not least, and there are more stars coming. Not to mention, I'm going to be Cindy's there. Cindy's going to be there. Charlene <laughs> is going to be there. Yes. Our little witchy poo is going to be mm-hmm. there. I'm going to be doing a lecture. Sandy Caswell is coming. Nice. The other witch is going to be there. The other uh, witch. Yes, yes. There's going to be several witches. Cookies, string fellow is going do, to be there. We should get the witches together do a and witch do show. a, no, a we should get, a yeah, ritual. we should do a ritual. Get all of you together here and do something. Yeah, that would be so much fun, That'd be wouldn't cool. it? Yeah. Yeah. So, but there's a lot of people coming to this, this parafest and we're really inviting everybody down. But one of the other guests. That is coming is the it's gentleman me. that is with. Are Here's you coming? Me. Am I going to be there? Yeah. Are you going to be there? Be Do you want to come? Of course. Invisible John Invisible is coming. John. Yeah, you guys get to see him <laughs> finally. Um, Yay. But also, Mr. Bill Reap, who we're interviewing tonight, yes, is tonight. going to be there. And folks, this is all a benefit, a veterans' benefit for. Come and um, see us. Yeah, this is for Operation Build Up, mm-hmm. which is an organization now. Um, Justin, um, who is actually the founder of this, is going to be joining us just before the ParaFest um, on a radio show. Oh, and, we are going to do the show? Well, we, not there. He's going to do it here. He's oh, going to okay. come here. the so Monday? The Monday before. Okay, yep. done. And we're going to interview him. But um, they, what they do, is, I think, is amazing. They get vehicles given to them, donated to them. Mm-hmm. They fix them and give them away to veterans that don't have transportation. That's amazing. Yeah. But they've been known to get furniture. They've been known to do all this stuff for these people. That's awesome. And um, it's just amazing of of what they get into. Now, I want to talk about a really cool thing, and I know it's in February, but um, one of the veterans that Justin's from Operation Buildup helped contacted me. He donated a Christmas tree. We're going to take the Christmas tree, put the Christmas tree up, and and once we – we're going to put the Christmas tree up, and what we're going to do is we're getting the Christmas bulbs, you know, the plain-looking Christmas bulbs right. with different colored markers. Okay. And everybody can donate $5, get their own Christmas bulb, I write their it. name, and hang it on the Christmas tree. I love it. And then the Christmas tree will go back to Operation Buildup, and they will have that for every year their own Christmas party with all these people's names and donation. So I think it's a great idea. I know it's in February that we're putting up a Christmas tree, but it's going back to Operation Buildup. It's going to be a great benefit. And to purchase your own bulb to write whatever you want on it. Anything you want on the bulb for five bucks and hang it on the tree. Mm. And I think it's a great alternative way to help make some extra money as well as to show how much you care about the veterans that have given their lives as well as given so much more to Mm -hmm. our community. I love it. You know, so happy belated veterans Veterans day. Day, Yep. So, um, I just, I'm so excited about the parafest. 
The Rochester Winter Parapet oh is going to be I amazing am. this You're year. You're doing such a great job. Thank Listen, you. Thank you. Ted does a lot of work, and we've I've done two other Parafests. This will be my third. Mm-hmm. And this is the fifth. But it is the fifth event. annual yep. event. And I, for this is whatever the biggest reason, one of all. It, it really is. And you have done a great job with the last ones. Thank you. This one, you are going balls to the wall, my friend. And I think you're doing a great job. Thank you. I want you to know in that what you're doing is not going unnoticed. Because Aww. we well, are seeing what you're doing. And I want you to know that we're thankful for it. I just want to raise a lot of money. That's what I want to do. That's my goal is to raise money to um, all of my friends and acquaintances in the paranormal that have given. I mean, they're paying for their own tickets. They're paying for their own rooms. They're coming. They're donating their time to be there. And it's so amazing to see this paranormal community come together. I wish I could just offer up my house and say, you guys, if you you want to sleep here. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I just. A paranormal sleepover. Oh, my God. That would be so much fun. (laughs) If we could get a hotel to give us like 20 rooms. Just for one night to do like a paranormal sleepover, and then that would just have a huge party. That would be great. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Mr. Bill, are you here with us? Hi. Hey. Good evening. Hey. Hi. How are you feeling? I am about 90%. Awesome. 90%. Awesome. Well, I'll take 90%. Yep. Yeah, me too. He was, in, he was in the hospital, right, Bill? Yeah, I was in there for uh, a week. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, why were you at the hospital? Uh, you know, respirators are going to become part of my uh, repertoire in some of these old buildings we go traipsing around in. Ah, mm. inhaling some stuff you shouldn't, huh? Exactly. Yeah. You're so, going to be. But I'm about 90% feel good. Mm. The voice well, you comes know and what? goes, but. The black mold is terrible to breathe. And, it really is. You know the the asbestos and some of the shit that's in these these old, old places, buildings is yeah. it's, it's terrible. So anybody and everybody that's listening right now, I want to welcome Mr. Uh, Bill Reap to the show. Um, mm-hmm. He is the founder of uh, Reap Investigations, and um, we he actually Bill joined us for the world's largest ghost hunt for on the show here. He mm-hmm. called in. Yes, he did. And. That was um, yeah, was, that was fun. Yeah. Now you, um, you're going to be joining us at the Parafest. I think that's amazing. Yay! I can't wait. I yeah. can't wait. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, actually, we did an investigation this weekend, and uh, we had some people from all over, you know, kind of showed up and, and hung out with us at our mystery location this weekend, and, and, and we did nothing but talk about coming to Rochester. Wow. Yay! That's awesome. Awesome. It's like where are you going to be I, next? Uh, our next event is going to be in Rochester. Yeah, Yay. and we'll, we'll be at the Parafest, and you got to get your tickets. It's for a great cause, and you know we're. Uh, I'm glad to be a part of it. You know, Stephen's glad. Uh, Chris is really happy to be there. Janet, so we're gonna we're looking forward to being there. Yeah, yes. I think it's going to be fantastic. It's going to so, be fun. And make sure you guys get set up with that for for the quality and for your rooms. They're giving great discounts. Oh, we're so done. Make sure that you- we are. We booked. Oh, you're We're booked. We're done. done. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. So here's the thing. Now, some other things, some other people have come out of the woods for this event. And um, Bigfoot? Are you talking about Bigfoot? No, I'm not uh, talking about dog Bigfoot. Man? Not dog man? Dog no, no, no. Dang it. But we are trying Eric? to put together an, an expedition. 
Uh-oh. We want to do a yeah. Bigfoot expedition and invite some of <laughs> our friends like Bill to join us. Stop it. The Paratalk oh, yeah. Radio. We'll I want to do that. The very first expedition with other people we're going to get it set up and that's actually going to happen. So that's When awesome. will that be? It'll be probably in the spring. But I, oh, I'm trying to get fun. all that put together. Now, I want to get Parafest out of the way and then, yeah. you know, so. <laughs> um, but Please don't put too much on What I wanted to say was mm-hmm. is that um, a couple places yeah. have offered certain things to our guests that are coming to the show or coming to the Parafest. Really? And one of them is the Avondale Pub and uh, Restaurant in Avon. They have actually pulled out all stops and... Um, any of our special guests that are going to be at the Parafest on Saturday, uh-huh. um, they're going to be putting together a dinner for our group at uh, very discounted prices. So if we all want to go there, uh, oh, they're going nice. to give us hey, a private yeah, to where you can actually sit down and all just talk and eat. That would be amazing. I'm, I'm in, by yeah, the way. I'm I think in. it's great. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, they can't I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, you know, Chad, we've done a, I, I, you know, we've done a, a ton of power cons and power festivals all over. And I love the way that you're doing this. I mean, you are so driven. You should give yourself a big round of applause. Uh, Thank you so much, Bill. That's exactly what I just said before you popped on, that, you know, he's he's done – this is his fifth year doing this, and this is the best one. I've already done uh, a few of them already, two of them, I think, now. And this will be my third. I'm very, very proud of the ones at the Avon Inn. Yes. I mean, those were yes. huge. For, that one was my first yeah. one. I didn't do the second year there. But I'm going to tell you that I am not stopping until I get the Dome Arena. I want, Dude, do it. I want the largest Parafest, um, or, or whatever we want to call it, in New York State. I want do the it. largest put together. I so, dare you. I want a vendors i want as many guests as we can get and i want to hit huge event i i said do I it i have no new doubt that you'll reach I and slam you. that goal i a hope so because dog, new, york, new york doesn't have anything like that we have the sarah sarah paracon which is great that kevin does over there mm-hmm. it's great in the old building but i'm thinking like huge i'm talking like 100 vendors and and i don't know 25 speakers per day you know, one price and just That'd spend the whole day. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you yeah. You know, maybe live bands yeah, and have John. Awesome. Heck yeah. You know, do some, do, do you say you were gay? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we know Sorry, I'm just joking. At least I know that's not true. Uh, we're just, I, I'm, I'm just picking on him. <laughs> He's always hitting on me. I know. Right, John? I hate, I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what's going to happen at Winter Parafest, guys? Okay. I think we're all going to be hugged out before the end of the weekend. Oh, my God. I can't wait so for all the people. hugs. I can't wait for all the hugs. I just hope we have Listen, a ton I'm, of people I'm there. Listen, I'm my hugger started. You can start now anytime, Cindy. I always hug you. So everybody's going to have to start working out. Get your hugs ready. Get your huggers going. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a para-hugathon. That's you, right. Hey, you know what? That's a really cool idea. Because of the veterans that are going to be there? Should I do a hug-a-thon? Like, no. instead of like a kiss booth, like a hug booth. Because I don't want to kiss. Okay, well, what I was thinking was if we're going to have veterans there, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe we should do a hug-a-thon so people can pay like two bucks to hug the veteran for their service. Aww. you think? That's so cute. I'm just saying. That's it's cute. a thought. I mean, but maybe the veteran and, doesn't want. Okay, that's I mean, I know some, I'm sure we I can find somebody veterans. that wants hugs. 
Yeah. I'm sure we can. I could probably find some. Veterans. All right, so you need to go ahead and you need to say hi to everybody on yes, Facebook do, before please. we get going any farther. So go go for it. Who you hey, got? Darlene. Hey, Robert. Hey, Eric. Hey, Timothy. Hey, Larry. I can't see some of these because it says boys five others. My are in the um, house. Bill is on here watching as well. Hey, Cora. Hey, Carrie. Um, hey, Sheila. I think I said Sheila maybe. Hey, Heather. Hello, my lovelies. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, and hey, Carrie. Hey, Kristen. There's two Carries. One is K A R I, and one is K E R I. Nice. Yes. And hey, Pam. Let's see. Uh, what else do I have here? Hey, Chris Sanders is oh, on hey, there Chris. too, and we were just talking hey, about Chris. Hey, Krista. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, Chanel. Oh, Chanel. Hey, Jude. Oh, 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 when we are off the air, I have got to tell you some stuff that is going on with my War Machines buddies. I, you haven't talked about them in so long. Oh, we still got to get some pink pants for you for I your know, War Machine buddies. They they changed the name of the group again. Oh, they're they're not War so Machines. We're not mid, so we're not Midget Seamen anymore. <laughs> or War Machines. Yeah, Midget Seamen no. freaks me out a little. Yeah, what are you have... now? What are you now? I can't say it. Okay. Wait. Is it bad? You can say it. <laughs> That's disgusting. I know. I know. <laughs> I'll say it. Do you wafflers. Want me to? Wafflers is the last part of it. So, don't, don't, uh, that's terrible. I, I don't like I'll it. I'll say it. No, I don't like it. Let's not say I'll it. I'll say it. Don't say it. I'm saying it. Don't say it. I can say it. Don't say it. It's terrible. It's like the... Yeah. It's twat wafflers. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. Said, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. All right, that's terrible. It is terrible. I told them I didn't want them to change the name to something like that, but that's better than what they were going to do, so <laughs> I guess and that's pretty bad. I uh, I don't know. I like the word cunt. Oh, God, why did you say that word? Yeah, I what's wrong with word. you? I love Stop that, that word. It's empowering. Girls say it. Do it. No, no. Yeah. no. Just a, no. It's just an ugly word. Bill, help not. me. Get us out of this. It's, it's an empowering <laughs> word. Help. You guys are digging, and I'm staying out of it. <laughs> oh, thanks, Bill. Smart. Some help you are. <laughs> uh, what? Robert said, Cindy, you haven't accepted the gift I sent. I last sent. I was trying. Oh, I think he's talking about. Um, what was hanging? Oh, I got it. Mic? I got to go to uh, Pokemon. I think Robert's oh, talking about says, Pokemon. That Pokemon crap. Well, kills Robert, me. It, the reason I haven't been able to accept it is because I couldn't even play for like a week after that stupid they they gave us an update and I couldn't download it and I finally just downloaded it and updated it Sunday so or Saturday so I haven't been on much since then hi Amy well we really need to talk to Bill and get off this subject <laughs> purple headed yogurt slinger. Bill's gonna never come back on our show again <laughs> oh my gosh is that one of those oh movies? I'm enjoying this <laughs> That's so funny. Oh man, I can't. I just told you my old rock name on the show. <laughs> I, I did. I told him that you said our name. I'm our, impo- our name. Listen, if a word scares you, then that's terrible. You can't allow it to have power over you. So you have to just take those words and power the far out of them. I just don't like. I don't. I don't oh, Cindy. Like, I Cindy? like to see. Yes. Cindy. 
If yes. you're going to tell people to empower it, finish the word that started with F that you just only said half of it. Well, because they know I'll say it. I'm a fuck girl all Go day ahead, long. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean like a fuck boy kind of thing. I don't wow. mean it like that. Wow. 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 <laughs> leave that alone. Well, this I'll show just went to See you the... next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this show just went to the birds. Yeah, can we get back on track? Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Do that or I'm going to start way. running commercials. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just to shut me up, huh? Well, we probably oh, should man. run a commercial really quick. We haven't done commercials in I don't know how long. I know. Well, all right. Can you hang on one second, Bill, and we're going to run a commercial? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all righty then. <laughs> Flashlight Recorder and Comfortable Shoes, A Simple Guide to Paranormal Investigation, written by Keith Spratley and Ted Van Son. If you're looking to join the living who research the paranormal or the unknown, this book will guide you into developing your techniques. Reverend Tim Shaw says, the work will guide you along your journey to seek the truth about life after death. Available at Barnes & Noble and Amazon. And you can find a direct link on paratalkradio.com. Get your copy today. Hi, I'm Psychic Cindy, and since I was a young girl, I have been able to see, hear, feel, understand, and sometimes smell spirit guiding me to guide you. Through the years, I have helped many clients receive messages from spirit to aid in their growth of self-love, healing, and also to receive guidance towards steps for the future. Sometimes spirit doesn't always give you what you want, but they always give you what you need. Do you have an open mind to listen to the message? If the answer is yes, I would like to be there for you in your journey. I offer many services such as psychic medium reading, spiritual counseling, spiritual life coaching, regression, past life regression, and more. If you're ready to know how much healing and clarity you can receive, how much trust you can have, how much love you can feel, or even how inspired you can become, please set an appointment. You don't have to be local to get a message from Spirit. You can Facebook me at facebook.com backslash psychiccindy, email me at thepsychiccindy at gmail.com, Instagram, thepsychiccindy, Twitter, at psychiccindy1. All right, we need to get back to it. <laughs> I'm telling you, and Bill's, probably re- and Bill's probably reading all that. Yes, Bill should be reading the stuff that's on here. It's you, hysterical. It's ridiculous. Deep into the mirror. <laughs> I'm not reading what you guys are I'm not on Facebook right now, so I can't, I can't multitask and do both. So oh, I'll save it for later, and it'll be a surprise. Oh, oh it'll definitely oh, be it'll a surprise. That's I'm, a good plan. I'm, I'm in shock. Oh, <laughs> so funny. Heather, you're cracking me up like crazy. I wish my TARDIS so was bigger because I'd be going back in time to get rid of this whole episode right now. <laughs> <laughs> if I... Going down the toilet. <laughs> All right, Bill, let's start out with you. Let's get this show let's, on the road. Let's get this, oh, my let's goodness. Get this started. Let's get this party started. I know. I okay. Was... I was, right. It's not a party. It's a show. Uh, so I, I was. And we, 
We actually have two live guests, three live guests in the house. Yeah, the cute little puppy. There's a little tiny puppy oh, in God. here. God, what kind Jeez. of puppy is he again? American, American bully. bully. It's beautiful. He's adorable. Nice. Yeah, he's adorable. His little so, tongue is sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we we need to get into this. So, oh, all right, Bill. So let's talk Sweet. about you and let's talk about the paranormal Hi, and how you got started in it, buddy. Yeah. Uh, well, um, in, in uh, a long time yep. ago. Yep. You see now, if my if if my wife was here, if Chris was here right now, she'd be going, "Yeah, you're old. Say it." Um, <laughs> it was it was like in, it was in the late seventies. We'll go with that. And I was in okay. high school, and uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren had been in town investigating a case. One of my high school friends lived next door, so we were kind of interested in, you know, what was going on. And, you know, growing up in that time period, you know, you had the scholastic books where, you know, they weren't about, you know, the Kardashians in those days. It was about ESP and aliens and UFOs and cryptozoology and Bigfoot and Yeti and ghosts. And yeah. so, you know, we grew up in a time where you, you were – you know, you push the limits of, you know, okay, is there something after death? Can spirit communicate? Can you do these things? And uh, so that kind of got me interested in it. And then I had a, when I got out of the military and moved back uh, to, to Pennsylvania, um, I had some experiences in a building that, uh, a apartment building that I was renting, you know, to, to stay in when I moved back. And uh, that is what made me a true believer that there was something out there other than just us. And been searching ever since. Well, thank you for your service, by the way. Yeah. It is well, Veterans you. Week. What? what? Yeah. So I want to say thank yes, you. Yes, it is. But, Absolutely. Um, your your Tony? story is kind of like what a lot of other people's are. I mean, <laughs> not not like mine. I mean, I, I got that whole like when I was younger, uh, I saw my first ghost when I was really young. And But yours is kind of cool, too. I mean, it, just curiosity is what gets all of us. I mean, it really does. Well, exactly. It's a passion, you know. I mean, I think everybody. I think everybody in the field kind of has that little bit of science side to them, where they want to, you know, they want to prove, you know, things are, you know, what's out there. And we all right. have some sort of experience that kind of pushes us even further and, and and drives us even more to do so. And it's amazing, and and just the people that you meet along the way. And, you know, I've got to work and work with so many awesome people over the years, you know, and, and just learn so much. And that's, you know, my feel about the paranormal is, you know, you, you can never stop learning. You never, you can never stop sharing. And, you know, you're not going to get along, you know, people, you know, get so, you know, tied into, uh, I'm not sharing my evidence. You're only hurting yourself if you don't, you know, and, nice. I, and I love the, you know, you may not get along with everybody, but hey, you could share. <laughs> Well, I think yeah. that's not, we've discussed this before. We have. This has been we a have, hot topic. This has been, well, for us anyways, here we have talked about working with five or six <laughs> other groups, putting together um, a form. Or 20. <laughs> or 20, yeah. Getting a form that we would all use um, across the board here in New York State. Um, and then that way we can all collaborate and put it together and see if we got things that match up and, and so on and so forth. I think we need to do that. I think if we had something that was right, look at him. I know, he's looking intently at John. Yeah, like, but if everything was, like, we had some, something like that to pass on with each other and just share all that stuff, it would be great. I mean, one of the things exactly. that I know. feel back is the fact is that we don't share. That's one right. of the things that's holding us back. 
I agree with that. that you know. That's why I can't wait. And it's in New York, you know, for the project that Dan's working on at the Hiddensdale House to kind of bring kind of a resource center. I think mm-hmm. it's amazing. I, I agree with you. And we need it. Yeah. There's something that we need in the field. Well, we, we need a lot of things like that. I mean, we, I don't know how it would ever come about. Maybe somewhere in the future, in the next 50 to 100 years, maybe something, something will happen. I don't know. But, you know, for now, we just have to kind of, the people that want to work together, we have to connect with them. You know what I mean? It's one exactly. of those things. And work with them and do your thing. And, and it's, it's amazing. You right. Know, you, I, um, you know, you, we don't because there's time. so many talented people up and down the East Coast, in the, in the, in the Mid-South, Southwest, West Coast. I mean, it's amazing. Right. We, we don't have time for egos or, um, I don't know, I, there's just so much. Bill, you and I could sit down and talk about this for hours because I have got so much on my mind with all this crap. And uh, I, I love the field. I love doing the research. I love going out and, and doing all this. I do, too. But I, I get so frustrated with people. What? You know what? People, but it's not you. There's, you know, there's a lot of different types of people who come into the paranormal. Some of them come in and they want to hang out so that they can learn from you, and that's cool. You know, there's others right. who want to make, you know, get your connections so that they could kind of try to further their own agenda, and, that, and that's fine, too. I, you know, you, you can't let it frustrate you. All right. you have to do is go, you know what? I wish you get everything you deserve in the life that you want. Oh, well, that's a good way to look at it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I've, I I have some good people that have been steering me in the in the right directions over the years. Oh, Dan Class is one of them. And that's Tim Shaw. So yeah, I mean, and they've all been very hey, helpful friend. to me. Yeah. And um, and you having, brought up you know, Tim like three times. So Tim, if you're listening, all right, I'm I I was at the you know the investigation this weekend down in the Gettysburg area, and the first person who showed up walked up to me and goes. Are you and Tim Shaw ever going to do the Hinsdale House together? You guys keep talking about it. So, Tim, Dan, yeah, we got to do it. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> awesome. I love the guy to death. So, um, he was one of my um, mm. inspirations to come out of the paranormal closet. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I'm um, so happy you came out of the closet. Yeah. For the second time. Well, I came out of the yes. closet, too. Yeah. It's called the broom closet. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it's nice to, it's nice to have it. a, a person That's that sits next, sits next to me that used to play with dead children. I, it's so nice to have you with me. <laughs> I mean, it's, I thought it was normal. I know, but I you know what's it was funny? Normal. Is my sister has been a paranormal investigator for 16 years, and uh-huh. she is a, a lead investigator for GBPI. Right. And she actually specializes in helping young children. Um, ghost children that that's what she does i love it and uh, awesome. i think there should be more people that specialize in certain parts of this field mm-hmm. and um and stop with the freaking egos and the demon bullshit and everything else i know i just <laughs> i said it i shouldn't have said, I said it. it i said it i said it i said it out loud i know i know <laughs> well we both agree with the demon shit i mean seriously I love that. It's very creepy. I think I just found my new ringtone. <laughs> yes, I know. No, Isn't it amazing? I, I got a better one. I got a better one on there. Which yeah, one? Yeah, ring. Here's one, Bill. Okay. 
Oh my God, Facebook hates me. Yeah, Wait, well, why? We, we actually use that one. If you go to our YouTube page, and that's the one that we use hey, to start Dave out Batista. all of our YouTube. There's Dave. Dave. Oh my God. Yay, Dave. Well, that's because, I posted, you, Dave. that's because I posted that you were talking Listen, about I, us. I, I, I said it out loud. I did. Yes, she did. I did. Yes. And we're working on the pink pants. Trust me, your money was not wasted. We are working on it. <laughs> we got to find some pink pants that will fit his age. Bill, these guys, uh, uh, my war machine buddies that I play with, um, they, mm-hmm. well, Dave Batista here, he actually uh, donated $100. So um, he, we so, can get Ted in so some hot pink pants. Hot pink pants. Hashtag yes. hot pink pants. Okay. Yes. Yes. So That'll be interesting. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So we'll. Yeah, we'll, that's not weird or anything. Yeah. No. 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 It that'd be interesting. October for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah, and it didn't happen, but we can we can Couldn't hold it over it. for anything. We'll get some pink. We'll get we'll get we'll some get pink. We'll get some pink. We'll get some pink. Somehow, I'll get some white pants and we'll dye in pink. How about that? Well. No. Oh, you could just let my mom do the laundry then. That's <laughs> 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 terrible. That's also true. <laughs> You mean our little white ghost would be pink? Uh, yep. Or blue. <laughs> or blue. Blue? <laughs> Depends on what's in there. Oh, All right, funny. So, hey, Michelle. Now, guys, on Facebook, now now that Cindy is, is going through all this with the Facebook Live, you guys are able to ask any questions you want. Yes, you can. Um, for Bill while we're going through this. <gasps> and then she will ask for you. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> John's okay, there's one in the water. Okay. There's one in the water, all right. Blue ghost balls? <laughs> <laughs> that was hysterical, Robert. Leave it to Robert. Hey, you crazy kids. That's what Michelle Childers said. Hey, Michelle. So, Bill, what do you think, with all the years you've been doing this, I mean, what do you think is really – I mean, we've already discussed that um, – Sharing information is one of the things holding us back, but what else do you think is holding us back? My hands are coming. Oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I think, you know, everybody kind of, you need to be in the right mindset. You have so many people who are interested or become interested in the paranormal because of the entertainment industry, and we're talking television. Um, right. And, you know, people need to understand, you know, and people are starting to understand <laughs> that that is entertainment. It's not the real thing that happens when you investigate. Bill, but and people so take when, seriously. You know that. Take what? They take. Yeah, I know they do. But and that's where it's up to us to educate them. That that's yeah, not true. real. Well, the other thing is, is there's a lot of times when they're doing, um, that people don't understand that there are a lot more hours involved in editing hours and, and editing. And, 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 and it's, it's all played exactly. up for people. Right. It's all played up for TV. And my God, get off the demon factor! Holy shit! I mean, you're you're gonna it. You're, you would be lucky if you come across right. anything. That's I'm not gonna evil. follow your script, Zach. Or yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't either. Um, what's it? All we need to do is take a commercial. That, I'm throwing this off base for a second because of ADD. That caught me. Uh, <laughs> look at there goes a dead squirrel. Anyways, um, take oh, wait, oh. <laughs> shiny. 
uh, shiny objects. Take yes. take Mr. Demon. We know who we're talking about. Mr. Z. Zach Bagan. Okay, you said it. I said it. We're I gonna take scared. him and I'm we're gonna scared. put him in a Kit Kat commercial or whatever that commercial is. Where oh no, the Snickers, where they give him a Snickers <laughs> and he turns back into the person he's supposed to be. <laughs> Wait, what are we turning him back into, though? I don't know. Somebody normal. She's a ghost, though. Yeah, I mean, that's we... true. That's true. But I'm just saying that that would be hilarious. That as would a commercial be. Goes. But, if, I mean, to see a demon or to even come close to something that's that evil, Hello, you're looking Anita. like one, one in a billion or one in a trillion. It doesn't happen that often. And it, exactly. the Vatican is posting a lot of things lately that... <laughs> Where do you get these statistics? Right offline. Boom. Oh, you, you get right. your statistics off Oh, it's off 10 Facebook. o'clock. we got to go, everybody. No, it's I'm just kidding. It's not 10 o'clock. But anyway, <laughs> if you look at, if you do your research, even the Vatican is saying there's not that much out there. And now they're saying that, that the real demons are um, other people. You know, that's what they are is the people. Yeah, they're not really demons, demons. I don't ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I don't subscribe <laughs> I will call things negative energy. Exactly. I will definitely say that there's negativity around. I definitely feel like I've gone into places, houses, where I'm just like, holy shit, I'm not going in your basement. Right, right. Exactly. But But I'm I'm a a big believer in a lot of these places when you go in, okay, if if you were an asshole in life, you're pretty sure you're going to be an asshole in death. Exactly. You know, if you're the cranky, nasty, you know, old guy. But then on the other hand, on the other hand, you know, for those of us who are, you know, a little seasoned in age and, and remember the movie Ghost, okay? I'm screwed. With Patrick Swayze. Okay. Yes. And, you know, when he was learning to communicate and he had to push the penny and he couldn't do it. And then all of a sudden he got pissed off and flipped the table over. I mean, there he was. Yeah. Nice guy. I'm going to sit behind him and I'm going to make pottery. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, here he is then knocking, you know, knocking tables over. So a lot of it is frustration, too. I think a big part of it is we need to remember that, you know, whenever we're out investigating, treat them with respect. Treat, they were alive once. I mean, you know, talk to them. Learn right. about them. See what their message is rather than trying, you know, and don't go in with a preconceived notion that just because you're in a house built in 1820 that you're going to meet somebody who is from 1820. There's a couple things, oh Bill. Like, now, wait a minute. Like, there's a couple things. Eric said but, he needs to revert to Mike, uh, to McLovin. To McLovin. <laughs> so after his Snickers, he goes back to McLovin. <laughs> nice. That's anyways, anyways I, what I was going to say was is that um, there, there's a lot of things like um, – God, I want to I want to call him out on this, but I don't want to. Um, hey, Cal. I don't want to get myself in trouble. Wait, but what anyways, are you, what are you going to get yourself in trouble? Who are we calling out? Let's put it this way: there are so many TV shows out there that are pushing the negative, like all this stuff. Okay, <sighs> and they have to realize that these, if they, the ghosts. Okay, if the ghosts are really there. Okay, yeah. let's let's put it this way. Okay. Do you really think that standing there? Calling them out, calling them names, being disrespectful is going to bring them to you? Hey, demons, punch their asses out. I mean, <laughs> no. I tell my people for GVPI, Don't when you go that. in, you go into it, you be, be respectful. But remember, you are an observer, right. not, you know, someone in there to mm-hmm. uh, push their buttons to get them pissed off. To, you're you're in a house that somebody lives in, and when you leave, after you go ahead and you Stir this all up. Right. Who's going to be living in that house after you leave? Those same people. Right. right. 
Exactly. Don't be a fucking dickhead. Right. Ooh, I said it. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> because I said the F-bomb. But it gets me so irritated. It's like they don't think oh, about this. Oh, he's hated girls. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow, for somebody that's sick, you're doing pretty good right now. <laughs> My head hurts so bad, dude. Apparently she has great meds. Yeah, apparently. Listen, oh. where's my scription? <laughs> Just kidding. Speaking of, did I take my happy pill? Yes, I must have. I don't have right. happy pills. I do. Somebody give me. But, but my name no. is Cindy. Uh, I need some happy pills. No, I don't. <laughs> you need <laughs> a Xanax. No, you got enough. I need a Xanax. <laughs> I'll could, take you one no, out here before. There are days with Cindy that if we could find some type of net to put around her to capture Just all that electricity she has, of- we could run like, I don't know, Ooh, Kodak shit. for a month. Oh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> Shouldn't be hard. The building's practically empty. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. That's kind of true. All right. So, anyways, there are some <laughs> other things within this, though, that, like, when you're investigating. Yeah. All right. Not only are you supposed to have respect for the people that live there or right. the, the spirits that are there. Um, you have to be wary and protective of the living people that live there or work there. Exactly. Exactly. But you also have to remember that you have other people, especially if you're like the founder of an organization, you're responsible for these other people that go in this building with you. Exactly. <laughs> so you have to also remember that it's not just you. So if you what are you doing? <laughs> I guess cold. <laughs> I'm not taking it off of my legs, so it's a uh... – <laughs> oh, thank you. That was very exciting. Haven't you learned to not ask? Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is that there's just so much more to being a paranormal investigator and going into these houses and doing this stuff that people just take for granted because they watch TV shows and they think that's the way it's done, and it's not. Mm-hmm. No, it pisses me off, actually. It, it really drives me insane, to be honest. And, Bill, what is, what is Too your – Too late. I mean – have you had this happen, and what did you do with your team members that did this? Um, have you- I've never had a team member go in and provoke. I mean, we talked about but- this um, prior to investigations. It's actually a real hot topic, and even in the public things that we do, because we do travel a lot to help preserve history through the paranormal, and you know, and we'll bring people in who are interested in learning and kind of help them understand the equipment and what it is that we do. And that sometimes, that uh, you know, it's you know, eight, ten, twelve hours of watching paint dry, times eight <laughs> cameras, um, is a lot of hours just to watch paint dry. <laughs> uh, but you know, it, not everything happens like it happens on on television. And you know, Chris and I, when we you know, we did work on a, on, a, on a show. A while back, and you know, you, you alluded to it earlier. You know, it's three days of filming that gets cut down to twenty-seven minutes. Right, right, right. And, and damn, and you know, and that's what people need to understand. And and if you're really interested in looking at finding answers and trying to look at this at as a you know from a scientific point of view, or you know, I mean, every investigation we go into, we go into debunk more than to prove that there's that there's something. Right. We, spiritual you know well you know i I so we do him right i'm sorry bill to cut you off i'm sorry but when when i asked you earlier about some other things within the field that that um 
basically we should be doing that that's stopping us that's that that we're not moving forward on i mean we we talked about a couple things there but what do you think about the whole equipment thing i mean there is so much equipment out there and i mean i don't know what you use but i know what i don't use you know can you give us an idea of of the type of equipment that you use well um we all the the first thing is you are your own best piece of equipment Okay, Thank you, you feel yep. things, you sense things, everybody does. You know, a recorder you, is a must-have so that you can timestamp things when something happens uh, and go back and reflect and then match that up with other people. That's how we work, um, that we're able to say, okay, you know, uh, light flash or whatever happened or, you know, book moved at 1020 on 1112 at the, at the, at the TED house. And, you know, when we go back into our, our re- reveals and we do our notes, you know, if, you know, Stephen says at 11:12 I was in the basement, this happened at the same time I was in, you know, the library and Chris was out in the, you know, somewhere else. And at 11:12 something happened. So then we could kind of coordinate that. Okay. At this time, something happened. So when we go back there at a later date, you know, we're mindful of the time to kind of be aware of, Hey, is this a pattern? Is it something that's reoccurring? Uh, you know, we really need to get into looking at if, if we are going to take notes and try to solve these things and prove first thing, you know, write, bring a notepad, write it down. You know, um, we use all types of equipment. We'll try everything. I mean, we're in an instant gratification world now. So everybody is into the ITC applications. Right. Um, there are a lot of them out there. Some of them are, I think, strictly entertainment. Some of them have some science, scientific merit to them. But you got to weed through it and look into it. And if you're going to use it, you know, you're going to buy yourself a tablet that isn't hooked up to the Internet, never was, doesn't have an email account, nothing on it, and you're only going to run the ITC apps on it. And then I give it a smidgen of credibility. Right. Uh, right. You know, but yeah, um, dousing nope. rods. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, we need to look at everything. I mean, you know, to look at just at EMF, everything emits an EMF frequency, everything. We do our, you know... Plants, rocks, houses, phones, phone wires, people, dogs, cats, living together in sin. No, they all <laughs> emit EMF. Um, dogs, so, cats, you know, we can living in sin. <laughs> I love it. We can't just we can't just look at EMF. You know, we look at static electricity. You know, look at radiation. You know, you got to start looking at all of these different things. And, you know, when you get in, the number one thing is, remember, we're there to debunk. Paranormal means not normal. So anything that's left, okay, we could say it's paranormal. Right. And there's, there's just so much out there. I mean, and I brought this up before that Grant and I had talked about, Grant Wilson and I had talked yeah. about the whole fact that this, this whole EMF thing, is we have beat that to a pulp. There, there, we need to look at some other avenues other than EMF. And um, that's that's where I'm going, you know. And, and in fact, I, I brought back I brought back old school because old school seems to be right now. Um, if you use your your five senses that you have, that's the best thing to use. Your body is the best tool that you have. I agree. And so having a camera but or just a recorder. But using that six sense is good too. Well, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I understand, but I mean, well, every, I mean everybody, everybody, Cindy, everybody has psychic abilities. Everybody. That's my. That is exactly what I believe, and that's what I tells everybody. Well, I, I. Everybody has psychic ability. 
Just like yes, everybody can sing. Some of us are Stevie Nicks. Others should do it alone in the shower when nobody's around. But and some of us everybody has so a voice. Everybody can sing. Psychic abilities, same like, thing. Everybody has them. As we tune into them, they get better. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not. Do not. Ted will not subscribe to that. (laughs) Yes, I I can. I will go. I will go as far as yes, everyone can sing, but some shouldn't. Stop looking at me, Ted. Stop looking at me. (laughs) My ears haven't bled yet. She needs practice. She needs practice. There you go. Listen, I took some singing lessons. They obviously didn't work. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they worked. Epic but, fail. But I could hit a high G. Oh, I'll, I have I'll a recording of Cindy singing. <laughs> Actually, we do. Actually, we do. Every episode, I'm sure I'm singing in. You actually have the three of us in Gettysburg. We actually have us holding notes and. Oh uh, yeah, that was actually kind oh, of fun though. But that was fun. Cool, where are those guys. recordings? Yeah, where are those? Why recordings? don't I have them? Yeah. <laughs> Ask Cindy. I she's, don't know. I gotta find she's, some. She's she's you know like you know. The holder Listen. of the recordings. So I gotta say what Michelle hey, Childers, M- Michelle put on here. If you forget to pay your exorcist, do you get repossessed? I love that so much. It made me laugh so hard. Michelle, that was freaking hysterical. Um, Now, like for myself with this whole thing with investigating as well as I was talking about old school, I also think that there are some. (laughs) Helen said she took them. Did she give them back by singing lessons? Oh, gee, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) It was funnier to her, guys. You see this? But anyways. (laughs) Listen, it makes me laugh. Moving along. Yeah. Some of the other things is like I like my group. Um, we don't use um, like ghost boxes. We don't use any of that stuff. And uh, we believe that if you can sit down with old school techniques, Absolutely. you're going to get a, you're going to get more. Um, I don't know, true to factual responses. Things are going to work. You know, it's mm-hmm. just it, you can't you, you cannot with a ghost box say for a fact that that's what that is. Right. And how are you going to debunk it? Well, uh, so some of these apps come up and they have words on them. I hate those two. Sorry. Drives me a little insane. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 you know, I mean, I look at ITC as a tool to kind of help with validation. If you're catching something somewhere else, you know, in somewhere else and you're, and you're getting it through there, it maybe will help validate, but it's not the only source that you could use because there's no way to prove perfectly without a doubt that that's what it is. And that's what's coming through and that it, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a mystery. Uh, yeah. You don't know what you're getting. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, so we, I think we need to utilize as much different equipment that we can that's going to validate those strong, good responses that we get. I mean, I did an experiment a couple of weeks ago with a, a Tesla coil and a micro cassette recorder. Mm. And I put it in a room all by itself. Nobody was around and, you know, played it back later. And uh, it was very, very interesting. I, um, I, I posted some of the things and, you know, I'm not a big one who, when I get a, an, an EVP, I don't, say hey this says get tony or whatever you know or or you know i'll say hey what do you hear i mean i have my own idea of what i heard 
And I, I let people post what they feel that, you know, it's saying. And, you know, some of it validates what I thought. I thought some of it is another. I mean, there was one we were down in, in, in at, a couple of weeks ago, and Michelle Abarn was with me, Amy Green, my wife, Chris. I played this EVP back, and it was off that tape when I did the experiment. And I, got, I heard, I love you. Someone else heard, I want to fuck you. Somebody else yeah. heard, no, I'm not home. Um, you know, okay, so I was like, let's see what people hear, and we posted it. And, you know, some said, I love you. Some, you know, some said something else. So, you know, it's interesting. You know, it, and, you know, I think that when we tell people, oh, look, look at this picture, and we draw all the circles <laughs> and arrows and the paragraph on the back of each one, we're drawn to that. And I'd be like, you know, it, I, first of all, you know, okay, it's a cool picture, and, you know, you, you got some mad drawing skills. But, you know, you also blew it up, and it's matrixing, so I have no idea what it is. Can you send me the original picture, please? I'd be more than happy to help you. Right, right. And, and you know, that's, that's it. I mean, like when I get an EVP, I like to take it and hand it off to people, not take – I would just want you to listen to this. I want you right, to tell me right. what you hear. I think that's yes. a great idea. And, and, and that's the way it should be. So that way, if they all hear the same thing you do, then you have a validation. But, I, but I don't exactly. like – I don't like doing it in front of, okay, what do you all think of this? Because then. No, you, you want them in separate rooms. Right. You want to take you them and give it to them it separately. separately. Right. right. Because you want yeah. to, because then you'll have mass hysteria going, oh, that's a blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And the, right. all it's, a these, it is, <laughs> it's a demon. It's a demon. Yeah. Hi, no. Shirley. I, yeah. No. And that's, yeah. that's the stuff that, yeah. It's a demon. Right. Or I mean, like, I, I. I, I, there's just so much stuff in the paranormal I think we need to get past, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm not talking just ghost investigating. I mean, there's a lot of things down, out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah. I, I watched um, Scott Porter and uh, Doogie the other night. Oh, did you? I I'm did watch Haunted mm-hmm. Live. I'm going to have and, to go back and watch and it. And I did watch it. And there are it some things. It didn't take for me. Oh, Because I went to look at it. Yeah, there I mean, are some things that I like what they do. And then there's some stuff that I myself would not do. Right. And, Agree. And I think that's fine. I think everybody mm-hmm. has their own way of investigating. Yeah. I, I would like to say that the end game is what we're all looking for. Right. And, and that's what we have exactly. in common is the end game. Right. But let's remember, folks, share what you got so that. The next generation has it. So the generation after that exactly. has it. Like I've said before and a hundred times before that is that we are just scratching the surface. This is still a new field. And there's just so much out there that we don't understand. Yeah. And if we don't stop chasing our own goddamn asses around in circle, to be honest with you, I'm or asses. sniffing the next dog's butt, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. You know, it, we need to That's work right. together on some of this stuff, and it, and it can't be about egos. We need to sit down and do the research and do it correctly, you know, and, and everybody pitch in to help. Because I do believe that everybody has something to give. Everybody has something. You know, you're right. if you went. just sit and listen, if you just sit and listen to how some or watch somebody do something, I love investigating with other people. And just mm-hmm. or or talking about investigating and 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 talking about hey what you know what's the weirdest piece of equipment you've ever used and or why did you you do this and you know I'm I'm like you Ted where I'm not really big on the EMF thing you know okay great it's flashy lights and it goes beep 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 okay that's great prove it prove right. that it's spirit you know is there there's got to be you know because there's EMF is everywhere 
And this was uh, probably about a year ago. I had a conversation with Mary Marshall and Mary was telling me that, you know, she does a lot of different investigating. She's outside. She was doing some other different things and started carrying a hiker's lightning strike. Okay. Piece of equipment that hikers use. So they know when to get the hell out of the woods. Okay. Hunters, hikers use them. Lightning strike detector. And it's a little thing that clips on your belt. And what is the largest form of static electricity that is created in nature? Right. Lightning strike. So I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. I never thought of using that. That's really cool. So I went out and and bought one. And I used it for six months and didn't have a blessed thing happen with it. Okay, (laughs) other than real lightning strikes, you know. We were in um, White Hill Mansion in New Jersey, and I took took a static dome and placed it in one area where there was no electricity, no nothing, did the sweep of the room, that area was totally 100% clear, so I knew I wasn't getting any EMF or anything else. Okay. Static dome went off. I said, okay, if static dome went off, I want to validate that this is something. So I put the lightning strike there. I got 35 lightning strikes in under 10 minutes. Wow. Wow. As the dome was going off. That's great. So to me, that's validation. Right. Took my break, went outside, got in the truck, Googled closest lightning strike. Oh, Ecuador, 2,500 miles away. Okay, so I didn't have a lightning strike that was close to where I was. So I put that down in my notes as this is a possibility of, and when I come back here, I'm going to do this again. Went back about three months later, retried that experiment in the same place, and got the same results. Interesting. Mm. So it's interesting. Well, I mean, that's a great idea. I would have never thought to use it. And I'm going to bring another thing up is that um, almost eight years ago, GVPI, we went and purchased a listen-up, people that are hard of hearing. Like my father, he's mm-hmm. hard of hearing. So right. We went and got a listen-up, and we actually, all we did was move a couple things. Um, we took some RCA plugs, and we actually connected it to a recorder, mm-hmm. as well as the person could wear their ear, you know, their headphones and walk around and do EVPs with it, and the listen-up, actually expands out so that you can hear a hundred times more than what you would be with your own ears. Right. So when we asked for a mm-hmm. knock, when we asked for something, the listen up actually could catch it and record it at the same time. And it worked and well. And it worked well. It worked very well. The only problem that we had with the listen up, because you could buy the listen up for 10 bucks off of Amazon. Okay. The only problem you have with it is that it has to be in like a soft pouch or something that, because you can't carry it because it makes noise when you rub your finger on it because so, it's recording. Right. You can't, I mean, that's the only downfall to it. So you had to find some way of carrying it where it wasn't going to make noise. But we were able to pick up noises. We did a, we did a farmhouse in Mount Morris, and um, we were there. We actually did the, the barn. The, the farm itself, real short story here, um, the farm itself is, was haunted. All the animals on the farm continuously died. They would not stay alive for some reason. So Wait, they, what they, would die? The animals. So the animals would just die for no apparent reason. They chested the water. They did all this stuff. And come to find out, it's because there was somebody there that he lost his wife or whatever, and he killed all the animals and left. So no animals were able to live there. So we did an investigation. We walked through with with the listen-up. And I asked, I said, are you here? And got no response. I said, are you upstairs? Because most of these uh, milking parlors had yeah, a, have an upstairs. upstairs. Yeah. So we, one of my investigators with me actually says, oh, my God, it answered you. I'm like, what? She goes, it, it answered you. And right back in real time, she played it, and it said, 
I'm upstairs. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Amazing. We all need to go get listen ups now. (laughs) So for us, it was like, okay, but we didn't, we didn't, that was the only time that it really did anything for us. Mm. And then, you know, we, we had to, but it only had to work one time. Right. Well, so far one time because we we had, like I said, we were experiencing the problem where the listen up was causing so much noise because you couldn't carry it. It had a clip to put on the side of your belt or whatever, but every time your jacket or yeah, shirt rubbed it, you heard it. that noise. Well, so and, it was terrible. I mean, you could just state that it was the. Well, we did, but after a while, you just get sick and tired of hearing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I there there are some. Mhm. What was that? I'm sorry. You could only um, say, "Oh, fat guy in corduroy pants," so many times. Mhm. <laughs> and then there's. He does I mean, have a loud bark. And then there's other things. I, I mean, like, like that, actually. You know the Christmas lights that people use. That it's not Christmas lights, but it's that laser now that you can buy and put outside. Yeah. That yeah. has a laser. You and know, you, you can. Yes, your music and shit. Well, yeah, but you can use those to mm-hmm. where it actually will. Put like a laser grid on your wall. What? Just plug it into your wall out inside the house. And put it, I have one that I don't use. Wait, why? I don't. I don't use it. You want it? You can use it. Yay! Can I? Yeah. I'll use it for my next ghost hunt at the. How did that work, by the way? It, the ghost hunt went really well. I had good. such a good time. We had we. Uh, Sheila can even tell you. Sheila was one that had the activity that happened right in front of her. Wow. Her How many people another, did you get? We raised two hundred and seventy-five dollars. Awesome. It was awesome. awesome. We had um, twelve people there. That's cool. Or eleven people there. Excuse me. But that's great. It was awesome. We had a great time, and uh, we went through, and everybody. Where did you do this at? At the Grange Hall in Williamson. Nice. Yeah, it was great. We had wow. a really good time. We're going to be doing another one. Good. Um, and, and it'll be to benefit the Grange Hall again. Cool. I, I really like doing that. No, we'll definitely sponsor that one or, you know, advertise yeah. it for you and do all that stuff. I mean, you could be doing it on anyway. So, I mean, yeah. Awesome. It's, yeah. It's no, a lot of cool. Fun. Cool. Um, <laughs> John He's went so outside. cute. Wait, what is his name? Diego. Hello, Diego. Yeah, um, it's a cute little dog. Oh my God, he's so cute. Did you guys hear him barking? Oh, my God. It was so little. It was mm-hmm. a little bark. It is. It's like, oh, it's an, like an old dude with a cough. <laughs> See? Yeah, yeah. See? Um, I just want to put here, um, <laughs> Heather Palermo just put on there that she thinks her house is haunted. So Heather, we can come. Yeah, so... But there's a lot of things out there that uh, that that you can find and use that that people are inventing all mm-hmm. the time. Like Bill, I actually have plans for a. I don't know if you use REM pods, but I actually have a design for a new style REM pod, which is truly directional. I just got to find somebody to build it. We need you to build that because I'm really uh, intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, and and we do need something that is you know a little bit more directional, and you know we do use a REM pod. You know, and again, you know, it's it's for validation and communication. You know, it's right. used with other pieces of equipment, just like, you know, we've laid K2s on the floor, like in a row, like six feet apart, trying to figure if, you know, we heard somebody walking down a hall, we'll set REM pods down, you know, or and K2s down the hall to see if we're getting strikes of something right. moving. You know, we use, you yeah. know, 
you, you talk old I mean, school, we use baby powder, we use candles, we use bells, we use compasses. Ah, he has one too. <laughs> you got but yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> we use, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't use some equipment because we do. I mean, we have yeah, our, we I have our, you know, our infrared cameras. We have, now we have a full spectrum um, camera. We have, you know, I have the static pods, mm-hmm. you know, that pick up static electricity. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of tools that I do have. And, you know, I, I, I got rid of my ghost box. I don't use that. Um, I do have a couple EMF meters, and the only reason I'm holding on to them is because they cost me a fortune, and you know wait, that's wait, why. Uh, well, I have the uh, 8A, and uh, that's that was an expensive tool. But which one? What, what? That's an EMF and oh, milligauss. So I mean, and that that was very expensive. Yeah. You know? So I'm not going to give I mean, it away. You know, we so, have I mean, to say that these these devices and gadgets can cost really a lot of money. Well, and that's from. why my like with my book that I wrote with Keith, we actually had stated that you need to go back. It it doesn't hurt when you're investigating and we're trying to take this field into an advancement here. It doesn't hurt to say, okay, wait a minute, let's back up. Right. Let's go back to old school. Let's start over. Mm -hmm. Let's see what this stuff there's. I'm not saying you can't use new tools. I'm just saying, let's back up a little bit and use some of the old school (laughs) stuff as well. And that's what I like is Bill brought up that he uses the candles. One of my favorite tools. We talked about that last week too, didn't we? Um, and the wait, baby wait. powder he's talked about as well. <laughs> there goes Ted. Yeah, balloons. One of my favorite tools. It, it cost yeah. me a dollar for a bag of 20 of them. Yeah. I love using balloons. Yeah. You know, I mean, if a ghost has got energy um, and, they're, and they're said to be there, if I know, I know that if I was a ghost, and, and I don't know, you know, with energy per se, I would think that, to move something to show that I'm there, it'd be easier to move something that is so freaking light right. than it would be to try to move a pen across the table. Right. Exactly. You know? Ted, I'll tell you a piece of equipment that we built, uh, that I built, that I loved using. Um, I took a big, wide mason jar and mm-hmm. I took cotton string and hot glued it to the inner lid. And went out to the chicken coop and grabbed the chicken feather and glued that to the hot glued that to the end of the string, and then sealed the bottle. There's no wind gonna move it. There's no vibration gonna move it. So you know, very light as a feather. There you go. I agree. We got to that in Yeah. So he took a mason jar and put string, mm-hmm. glued it, and yep. the at the other end of the string he put the feather mm-hmm. and so it just mm-hmm. hangs there inside tightens it up so the only thing you know really that should be able to get in there would be a ghost i love exactly. it well see that's what i do now we've talked about this as well and i, I don't know if you've done this bill i take because you mentioned them the uh rods yes I'm- i take yep. the rods and instead of having a human hold them so there's no human interaction, what I do is I get the, you know, the green stuff you put the fake flowers in, that whatever, yep. the sponge stuff sponge, or whatever it is. Spongy stuff. Put your, put, yeah, put yeah. styrofoam, whatever. Put your rods in that, you know, super glue it to like a two-by-four, put it on the floor, put your rods in it. That way there's no human interaction. And if those things are going to move, then it would be, it would move on its own, you know, yeah. instead of the, you know. That's that's a great way to do it. Same with pendulums. 
I mean, in my book, I specifically put, hey, build this. Like, I have a hook that you actually put your pendulum on, so you're not holding it. Yeah. It's a pendulum that move on its own. Mm-hmm. You, you know, so, so those of you at home, if you, if you have a dollar store near you, buy one of those banana ripeners with the hook and hang it right on there. There you go. That's a great idea. There you go. The banana ripers. You know, and there's nothing, hey, there's kid. that, there's, you know, you get yourself a piece of string mm-hmm. or even a piece of thread because it's so light. Take a piece of crepe paper, just put it on the end of it and hang it from mm-hmm. like a doorway, you know, and make sure there's no breezes and so on and so forth, but just hang that in a doorway. And if that thing moves and, you know, put it on camera. Yeah. Video you, know, you like static, you like static, you know, t- get a piece of copper wire. Uh, in an old wine, clear wine bottle or clear glass bottle, and yep. you know, take the take, take your copper wire, uh, run it into the bottle at the top, create a circle, you know, a spiral with the with yep. the copper un, unsheathed copper wire. Put a hook on the bottom of it. Take a piece of aluminum foil, and just rip it in a, a small half, where that it's going to be able to you know kind of bend back and forth, you know, overlap each other. And hook it on the hook, and you created your own little static dome. Um, yep. Nice. Because static electricity running down the copper wire will spread the the aluminum foil apart. And to prove yep. people that it works, take one of those twenty for a dollar balloons, rub it on your head, put it over the top of that coil, and you'll you'll see that it'll spread it to show that it does work with static electricity. And it's a mm-hmm. teaching moment. And you know what? The batteries never go dead in those. That's amazing. <laughs> That's true. I have. So Amy said, what do you guys like about when people use flashlights? She, she's talking about the flashlight trick. Oh. Um, my, I, I, my own personal mm-hmm. opinion, if you're going to do that, I'd like to see you use three and see if you're getting a response from it. You know, if you're able to make them go on and off, and I've seen it happen. That gives it a little bit more validity. Um, yeah. But, you know, the whole context of, you know, you, could, you know, you're basically using a twist light. So the twist light, you know, you're creating a short in the connection. That's why, it, you know, it's not fully on and it's, you know, it's not off. It's not on. It could go on. So vibration, anything completes the circuit can start, you know, turn it on. So if you're able to use, you know, multiple lights set not in the same area, but, you know, not on the same table, but, you know, in various areas and be able to communicate that way and say, can you turn this one on now, turn this one on, talk to me from this one. And if it's moving around the three or four lights, then I think you have something that is intelligent and speaking and communicating with you. And you can kind of take away all of the false positives that you may get. Yeah. And there's, there's another thing, right. Okay. And I get it. Three is better than one and I get it. Um, I also have uh, an idea. Uh, a friend of mine invented one. Um, he's the one that owns the, the patent for it. And he took a flashlight. And he actually, you know, you know those uh, lamps, the touch lamps? Yeah. He actually took mm-hmm. a metal pad, put that on the, on the flashlight, a big square flashlight. And we, you can turn it on by touching the metal, okay? So it would be just like a regular touch lamp. Mm-hmm. But if you set it up so it's a le- so it's static charge, you touch it, it's not going to come on. It has to be a static mm-hmm. charge to actually turn on the light. What? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, static, static is the key. 
Yeah, so there's a lot of different things that he's making that uh, actually the electricity mat. So, and there's a lot of other things like humans have our we have our own field of electricity in our body. So you take that, and and there's a way where you can um, the frequency for our I want to say frequencies. I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, but you find a way to be to what like what our range of electricity is. And put that out of the scope for this touch flashlight. So it would have to be either above or below what our electricity would be from the human body. And then see if it goes on and off. I mean, he's working on so many different things with this. You know, and I think it's a great idea. That's awesome, Tom. That sounds sounds pretty damn amazing. Yeah. Right. So then it's truly going to be used for what, you know. Right. So instead of the flashlight trick like everybody uses. So when is he going to be done with these? I have so no idea. He's been working them. on it for like three years. So I want to play with it. As soon as it's here, I want to bring it here so that we can mess with it. Oh my I mean, God. we've had so many amazing weird we things happen with us here. We have had so much weird stuff. And you guys listening know we have some really crazy yeah. stuff that happens around here while we're. So you should hold the puppy. He'll get you warm. I know. He's just so cute. <laughs> His little tongue hangs out. <laughs> So cute. But, um, you know, there is so much that we could talk about, Bill, especially equipment, because equipment is one of the things that this field needs tremendously. But pushing it in the right direction, not the wrong direction. That's why I think if we're going to get into if we're going to get into equipment, builders need to and and we're going to use equipment for validation. They need to start building equipment that we could that we could log the data with. Oh, correct. Yeah. Even if it was like hooked up to a Bluetooth type of setup to where it can automatically send information to a laptop. You know what I mean? That would be exactly. great. And, and, and Big John or, or Invisible John has talked about that a hundred times. Yeah, say, you know, let's set up certain things. Like if you had a, let's just say, for instance, a K2, let's set it up so that it actually sends back information to a laptop. And that was just a for instance, not like it's really going to happen, but Sorry. I'm just saying that, but that's the type of stuff we need. But, I mean, need a bad... Exactly. We need things that we could, you know, we could scientifically document so that we could sit there and go, you know what? Yes, this is, you know, this okay. is the frequency that we caught an EVP at. This is the, fre- the milligoss that went off when we had, you know, just prior to a full body apparition or, you know, whatever. So that we're able to start validating and look at things scientifically. It's a pseudoscience. And and until we get a little bit more, you know, steady into documentation, we're never going to get taken seriously. And then, as you said earlier, ego. (laughs) Nobody wants to talk to anybody else. Yeah. I'm not going to say nobody. There are people out there who just don't want to share their information. Right. And, you know, I was going to say, like, the the EDI Plus – Okay, now there's a piece of equipment that I've used a couple times that I really, really like. I just can't afford it. Now, the EDI uh, plus... The EDI, the EDI, which was originally the MF1. Are you talking about in here? No, mm-hmm. she's talking about the room over there. Oh. Um, uh, sorry, Bill, I missed what you said. What? Uh, I have one of the first ones that they came out with. It was called the MF1. Okay. And now the EDI plus, you know, is, is even more advanced, and that's, that's amazing. Right. Well, the, like I like the fact that the EDI has it to where you can put a card in there, a little mini card, SD card, mm-hmm. and it will actually save everything that happens on that SD card so that you can put it in your laptop. 
you know. So it it has what for temperature? It has um, EMF. I mean, whatever these EDIs are. Yeah, I mean, they're just amazing, you know. Yep. What I think is fun. That came up with that are awesome. Oh, well, I, I would love to meet them. In fact, I would love to have see them expand that tool and um, come up with something better. But you know what? They where, are you know, expanding, and it's and it's something, and, and it's really interesting because um, when they came out with the EDI, or well, it was the MF1 in the beginning, and then they changed the name. Um, it's it's a very durable piece of equipment. You know, it's a, it had temperature built in, it had EMF built in, and a geophone built in. And right. I was lucky enough to get one of the first ones when they came out with it to kind of test it out for them. And, you know, we talked about it then to start, you know, hey, if we could save the data, that'd be awesome. And then, you know, two years later, boom, there it was. And I was like, this is awesome. And, you know, it's great that they're expanding and they're really looking to try to prove because and, – and one brother is an electronic engineer – Right. The other one is a musician slash uh, paranormal investigator. Sounds like somebody else I know. Um, <laughs> that's cool. I mean, and, but I, and, I, I, know, I do. Like it. It's a cool piece of equipment. I agree. And I would love to see I, – I, someday I'll afford one. Someday. Um, but until then, I mean, I use the things that, like – if somebody claims that they have, you know, footsteps, I'll get a, a bowl of water and stick it on the floor and hang a camera over top of it, you know. And yep. then if the water moves and you get ripples in the water, okay, let's validate. I mean, and that's the type of stuff that I do, you know. And I think mm-hmm. if, if more people did things like that, that we could actually see on, on footage um, and photographs and so on and so forth. I mean, I know that no matter where we are in this field, no matter how we capture it or um, we have it, people are always saying, um, whatever, it's, it's been fixed. You know, somebody redid it. It's, uh, it's an overlay. It's blah, blah, blah. But for those that were there that can validate what they saw or heard or, you know, that kind of helps that field you know, of being just garbage, you know, and that's, that's what we have to do. You know, in our conversations or in in our investigations with other people, what we want to walk away with is we want to walk away with some new kind of knowledge, okay? Walk away with something new to use, okay? You know, um, I've never thought of using a bowl of water. Yeah, bowl of water is... And I've done some crazy things. So, you know, I I will probably now carry a bowl in the the old school case. And, uh, you know... And um, it works. And, you know, these are things that in, in having conversations like this or talking to people, and there's people, and I'll tell you, it doesn't matter whether you're in this field for 30 years or 30 minutes. You could come up with something that nobody ever, a, a piece of a, a way to look at something. Um, True. And I agree. totally be, wow, that's amazing. We were at Ferry Plantations. Um, in July, I think it was this year. Um, another really cool historical location. We love going down there. Heather Moore, awesome, awesome Hi. curator. She, she puts her heart and soul into preserving this this museum, and it, it, it's phenomenal to go into. And we're, and we're blessed enough that we've been there a few times. And this last time we were there, um, you know, we investigate on our own, and then you know we bring the public in uh, for them. 
and raise some money. And we had a woman and her daughter came, uh, never investigated before. We were in the upstairs uh, area, which was a courtroom at one time, okay? And uh, above that was the slave quarters. Now, recently they had found the slave speaker when they were doing some renovations um, to communicate up to the slave quarter, and they found some slave tags, and they had them hung on the wall. Now, when we were there, we got some communication, okay, through a spirit box, and then we tried to validate it with a, a REM pod and some other pieces of equipment, and we were getting the right answers, but we did get, a, we did get three names, which was interesting. Okay, we got my name. We got Chris, okay. which at the time we thought was my wife, there were, who was not even in the, in the area. She was in another part of the house. And the, another gentleman, it didn't, we didn't get his name, but he felt his lanyard being pulled that he had on his, in his back pocket. When we took a break and went downstairs, and they wanted us to go upstairs. And that's what the thing said. It says upstairs. It said our names and then upstairs. And we mm. couldn't figure out what it was. We go outside. We're talking. In our, in our little group, we're outside. And it turned out that myself, the Chris was the gentleman that was there. And the gentleman who got his lanyard pulled, all of us, all right, the guy who had his lanyard pulled, is currently serving in, in the Navy and was, is, was in, stationed in Norfolk. The Chris had just gotten discharged from the military, and then you have me. So the three of us had one thing in common. We were all vets. So that's what we were th thinking that that's what it was talking that That's what they were referring to. They were thinking, you know, referring to, you know, soldiers. Hmm. Well, in talking with this woman, she says, hmm. You know, when you all were talking, I was watching those slave tags on the wall, and they were moving. And I went, slave tags, dog tags. They look the same. Mm. Yeah. And so the one thing we all had in common with them were those tags. Mm. Interesting. Some, and she, well, that was her first investigation ever. ever. And I would never yeah. have thought to look at it that way. And hmm. that was amazing. That is cool. You yeah, know, we overlook things. Well, so it, we can learn from anything. It, it kind of reminds me because, like, GVPI North has, um, I can't remember her name, but she's deaf. So she's, you know, going to these investigations. And because she's deaf, her, some of her other senses are heightened. Absolutely. So she's able to bring something different. You know, exactly. and it's very cool. It's very cool. Yep. It kind of, it, but what's funny is I actually thought about what he, when he was saying that. It kind of took me back to an investigation that I did in another place where we were sitting in the bottom of the – in the basement, and um, we had – Demon. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we had two sensors. We had a light sensor in the room that we were in, and then we had a light sensor uh, two floors up. And, I'm about to sit on your I, lap in a second. I'm and, so and, I, and I actually said, um, if you're here with us, turn on the sensor. And I had I said it like three or four times, and then the sensor upstairs actually went off. What? Then the two floors above. 
Boy. And we call it a screamer. It's a, it makes the noise. It screams. It makes a lot of noise. And then the light pops on. So that happened. And as we were leaving to go up to there, we heard um, something weird. We weren't sure what it was that we heard. But we go upstairs, and we actually said, we need to listen to that recorder to see what that noise was downstairs. What it actually said, playing it back, it actually said, oh, Tommy. And the investigators that was with me going upstairs. His name was Tommy. Jesus, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. Wow. It was cool as shit. I don't know about cool, but... Yeah. It was cool. cool. Yeah, Robert see? Said, Bill agrees. That's cool. It is cool, but creepy. That's cool. Oi, Ted, no distributing candy without giving the rest of us some. <laughs> no, you don't want any. It's white chocolate M and M's. I love white chocolate. I don't care Brody what anybody says. The mix. <laughs> um, Robert <laughs> says, "I wonder if deaf people infuriate ghosts that yell at people." No reaction. Hmm. Does that even make sense? No, I don't get it. I get it. I wonder if deaf people infuriate ghosts that yell at people. No reaction. Oh, deaf people. Oh, yeah. Yes, Amy, we know. We know ghosts that one... sometimes yell at people, so if the deaf person can't hear them, get it now? Okay. Yeah, I was answering Amy. Yes, white chocolate's not real chocolate. I understand. Yeah, we had to explain that to him, Amy. Um, John and I just explained that to him, what, last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's paranormal. It's, para- <laughs> it's paranormal. It's para-something. It's because it's so not normal. Bill, with all the cases you've done, to you stands out the most. Yeah, that's a good one. What case stands out the most? Yeah, like what situation? In what what happened? I mean, with you? I mean, all of them are very, very unique. And well, a I want to say something. Are, you know, let's, all right, so let's let's expand on that. Let's say that um, surprised you the most. Or shocked you the most, like you weren't you weren't expecting or it to the happen. Fuck out of you. Or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that? Or that? <laughs> uh, um, actually, um, it was the Hinsdale House. Really? That one scared you? Yeah. Uh, nice. I had something happen to me there, and it was my own fault. And you know, we were there for a few days. The first day we were there, it was like. Uh, you know, I, we, go in, I, we go into every location with no preconceived notions, all right? You know, I don't, we don't believe the hype. You know, you, right. you can't go in with the wanting to know, you know, this is going to happen. So the first day we were there, you know, first night, it was like, okay, this is pretty cool. It's got some really great history. And we were getting, you know, some activity. It was nothing, you know, as malevolent as people said it was, you know, so we were like, okay, it's, you know, it's like, it's like every other house. Day two, (laughs) schooled me. You know, uh, I mean, when you do things for a lot of years, you kind of get a little complacent. And, Mm -hmm. you know, earlier in the show, you guys talked about protection and things like that. Right. And I have a piece that I use. Um, for protection that I wear for protection. Um, it's a piece of catlinite that was gifted to me from a Native American friend of mine. Um, it's Wait, a, it's a medicine wheel. Catlinite. Oh, catlinite? And catlinite. I'm not sure. 
Uh, you're you're going to have to uh, maybe message me and show me a picture or something. Sure. I'm interested. Absolutely. And I never take it off, especially when I'm investigating. And yeah. Somebody wanted to use a pendulum, didn't have a pendulum. They were drawn to use. Oh, and uh, I hesitate, and they asked me for it, and I was hesitant. And I gave in and took it off. And later that uh, day, we were downstairs and doing a session, and I got the most terrific smell of decomp. Uh. I got sick to my stomach. Um, I did not feel well at all, and I, I said, that's it. I've never, ever tapped out on, a, on an investigation. I was like, I got to go. I got to go outside. Yeah. And went out and, you know, did some things to get myself right and, you know, went back in, and, and I believe that my complacency caused me to kind of get a little bit of a negative taste and smell that wasn't really pleasant. So I was like, huh. and, that, and and it was like, okay, it's like, Here's Mayberry RFD on Tuesday, and here we are Wednesday, and it's Hell House. Mm. Um, totally different flip, and two different, you know, two sides of the two sides of the coin. And you know, when I talk to Dan, and I love talking with Dan because he's such a wealth of information about so many things. All right. He's like, well, I told you. He's like, I told you. Yeah, isn't there, said, right, isn't there cool. something about negative native spirit stuff there though? And then you well, having that protective thing from the Native Americans? Up on the hill. Yeah, I have a totally – I don't think those Native spirits that are there are – I don't – me personally, I don't feel that they're, they're, they're negative. I haven't been there yet. I, have, I still have a t- um, I have to take a trip down. But um, I, that location is it, – it, that is a phenomenal location. I it agree. It really is. I was... and, and, and I can't, can't wait to go back there again and, you know – We've been back and forth talking about when this is going to happen. It's definitely not going to happen until it gets warm again. I would actually love to do, like, get a few of us together. Oh, that would be, yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be a lot of fun. I mean, one of, the, um, one, of the, one of the really cool things about, you know, about that place when we go back is uh, Chris was, my wife Chris was out videotaping outside. And uh, she went up the hill, up to the tree where they, they uh, hang the feathers and things like that that you were talking about up on the hill. And right. she was videotaping. And when we got back and we were reviewing the, the video, um, we actually heard um, Native American flute music. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, cool. So I have a location. You know, uh, I have about a location for you to go to still. Okay. Bill, if I can, if I can get permission. I have a location for you to go to. It's an old battlefield. Okay. In in New York, um, it's called the Ambuscade. It's in uh, Groveland Station, and we did uh, three or four years ago. We did actually, it's probably longer than that now. Five or six years ago, we did the investigation there, and it was on the anniversary of the battle, and we actually uh, got EVP of things. What are you doing, Bill? <laughs> we can hear everything you're doing. <laughs> that is my puppy playing with a uh, buffalo horn. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was awesome. Anyways, um, we actually got EVPs of um, musket fire and yelping, which was very wow. weird. That, that's, and that's amazing. 
Yeah, in fact, we we actually recorded a sound that the the town of Groveland wanted because that same night there was an explosion in town, and no one could figure out where the explosion was. It was a phenomenon, and we actually recorded it, and it sounded like a cannon being fired. So we actually turned that information over to the town of Groveland. And so they, wow. So there was an actual I, I definitely a noise of an explosion. Yeah, they thought it was either a jet, how a jet has, I don't know, yeah, they make some weird... Yeah, when it the sound barrier. Okay, yeah, yeah so there's that. It's very loud. They were thinking that it was an explosion or an electric, like the um, electricity, you know, how on the on the telephone poles, yeah. one of those... Uh, yeah, so yeah. so they were thinking all this stuff. We actually, yeah, like yeah, a transformer blown. So we actually recorded that. We thought it was just part of the investigation, and it wasn't. It was something that they wanted, and it still remains unsolved. That's cool. But we oh. have a copy of it. That's in really our cool. But I, know, I remember an, about three years ago, there was a, all those sonic booms that were heard, like in New York and Connecticut and Pennsylvania. And, yeah, I'd love to investigate that somehow. That would be awesome. Oh. That's cool. Let's go. He's messing with the Jacob's Ladder, isn't he? What he is the is. Jacob's Ladder? We have a Jacob's Ladder here. What is it? I don't know what that is. See now, when and I that, built the, when the Tesla coil I have does not have the Jacob's ladder because I I didn't like I didn't want the the sparks line. So who's playing with the Jacob's ladder? Uh, John is. Can't we sit that on the table so they can see it? No. Well, it's a battery. It's a car battery. Oh. Jesus. And what is it? Do? You just plugged it in, and you're gonna don't touch it. <laughs> Touch it. Touch it. Oh, you guys stay away from. Okay, me. I'm gonna turn the camera real quick. All right, all right. Well, since you won't bring it over here, what I want to show. What is it supposed to do, though? Well, if we give it, a, we actually tried. We took a, an experiment. John and I experimented with it with uh, a K2, a couple EMF meters, and believe it or not, the K2 did not respond to it. Really? No response? No, no response whatsoever. Interesting. No, well, I mean, I don't know. I think it would be cool to show everybody. Fuck no! <laughs> I, don't, well, I may I have looked take... like I was born yesterday. I mean, I may look young, but I, don't, I wasn't born yesterday. I mean... I can I can turn the camera around just as quick. <laughs> no no wet messy workbench. Okay, well. He's bringing okay, it over. Okay, he's bringing it over <gasps> here. She's scared. It's no, not gonna jump just don't like, touch it. It's spark gaps. You know that's well, what it is. It was originally developed that to prevent voltage surges from damaging other equipment. Pretty cool. Right. Right. So what I should do is go get the EMF detectors to show everybody what it doesn't do. Should this not be on there? Is that okay? Mm. What do you want? Basically, Cindy, what you're playing with is it'll take 120 volts and make it 500. So go ahead, touch it. Fuck no! (laughs) Oh, you're pretty funny, Bill. Bill, this one, (laughs) I'm going to tell you what John is saying. Okay. 12,000 12, volts. volts. This Holy one is. Shit. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't touch that. 
This one, <laughs> this one is twelve thousand volts. I'm just a little. Wow. It, just so you guys are, are understanding, I'm freaking the fuck Shouldn't out. Shouldn't you have went it when it wasn't working, like when it wasn't plugged in, you should have moved the metal? What is it supposed to do? What I want to know is what and how is this supposed to work translated into ghost activity? <laughs> well, in, in, in theory, I believe this gives off EMF, right? Can you can, can you put it, say it in the microphone, please? Yes. Explain this. Talk into the microphone. It's a transformer, so yes. it's converting 120 volts AC to 12,000 volts AC at 60 milliamps. So it's not a huge amount of current, but it's a stupid amount of, of voltage. Power. Yeah. 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 Voltage is pressure, and current is volume. So it doesn't have a huge amount of volume but it's got a lot of pressure behind it. And I can tell you for a fact, it stings like a mofo when you grab it. <laughs> that means he was dumb people and touched it. No, I was playing with it, and I did something kind of retarded. That'd be like really, that's like right. worse than sticking dumb. something like a fork in the damn electrical outlet. Uh, no, fork in the electrical outlet. No, it's like kneeling be. in a puddle of water and knocking a, uh, a ground wire, uh, rod in for an electric fence, horse fence. I've done that. Yeah, that I, kind I of thing. I've on an electric fence and got knocked on my ass. <laughs> Don't you people understand Do not try anything. this on TV. Do not Do try not this. Do not try this, people, at home. Exactly. Don't so listen when, to these fools. Anyway, what happens is the little arc that starts at the small end yes. creates a plasma field. And the plasma field rises with the temperature, and as long as the voltage is strong enough to be able to, to continue arcing inside of the plasma field until the plasma field breaks, it will continue doing that. And if I could make those copper rods straighter, it would be a little more consistent. And if it wasn't so windy in here, breezy, whatever, Cold. Um, it, would, it would travel better. But it's homemade out of a you know a couple pieces of wire and a big old transformer. <clears throat> it's very mesmerizing, I have to say. It also that. produces a lot of uh, a lot of O um, three. Hey, Bernabe. O three. Yeah. What does O three mean? Ozone. Okay, so we shouldn't be. Ozone's good this. for you. Oh, okay. It's an oxidizer. Actually, makes the room smell nice too. I'm, hmm. But well, it's not good for the He's busting out the layer. tools now. He's going to bring out those ridiculous ghost hunting, ridiculous toys that don't really do anything. <laughs> Stupid. That's my opinion. See, and I'm missing all this. All, all, I, all I have is the wonder of radio right now, the theater of the mind. What right. I'm seeing is Cindy crouching, hoping that no one touches her. I'm scared. <laughs> Pull the bottom down. See, isn't that cool? Yeah, I, I just gift. blinded myself, but yeah, it's cool. I got it as a gift. I thought it was cool. What are you? Oh, you were trying to. Can you guys hear it? Can you guys hear the sound of it in there? Okay, so. Okay, I can hold it. 
There's there's the K two. So you guys need so let's do it. It's it's red now. Me holding it. I think that might. I, I'm hoping that's not the PC doing that. And it might be. I don't know. What? I don't know. We got a lot of electrical stuff here right now. I got to pee so bad. You guys are making me nervous. Don't pee on the <laughs> Jacob's ladder. God damn. No, 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 no. I, I can't aim right, that so well. Is, Mine is, usually uh, just will trickle down. This is the one I was telling you. This is the A22A. <laughs> this is the most expensive EMS sensor that oh, okay. I've ever purchased. Right now, milligot. Right now, for it's set on it's set on uh, gauze. Okay, milligauze, and it's reading every time that that Jesus, is going up going there, high. it keeps jumping from one one eighty two to one eighty three. Oh, it just went down to one twenty seven. So 130, each time that changes, for milligauze, anyways, it, it's showing a reaction. The it's doing the same thing when it's set on Tesla. Eighteen. Okay. All right. So it was up to 186 people. Right. Well, Gauss Gauss is a, a measurement of the strength of a magnetic field. Right. So that's what it's telling oh, you so for the ga- is this Gauss. This is magnetic. This yeah. Is, so, so this you is just magnetic. changed it back to something right. else. Right. So it's on Gauss, which is telling the magnetic field. Okay. So the magnetic field is 182. 183. 183. Somewhere in there, 186. Which is not good for you personally. Okay. Now, with with the Tesla, Tesla coil, all that really does is it changes the the point. All I okay. know is that. So now you're gone from. My head hurts. You're, you're at seventeen, eighteen. All right, now hold on. My head was hurting, but it feels different now. It feels like pressure right here, like somebody's wow. squeezing my head. How fast that started going. When I started talking about how my there's pressure on my head right here. And it's just been going crazy. It's like, isn't it? Isn't the measurement uh, like uh, one Tesla is like ten thousand Gauss? Isn't that how it goes? It's something around that. Something around that. I don't remember. I've got to look it I up. Don't, real quick. I don't think it's quite that different. I don't. Yeah, it's. I think it's. It's slight. It's not. It's not that high. Yeah. Yeah, I thought one Tesla equals ten thousand Gauss. I, I, if I remember, it's been a long time since I've had to convert that stuff. I'll pull up a conversion table to find out if I have one. I don't know if I have anything that measures that. Of course, we have Google, I suppose. Okay, on the electric. Where were we without Google? Right. Can so. anybody just ask Siri or Alexa or? Let me see. Yeah. Ask Siri what? Ask Siri or Alexa, hey, what is this? What is what is Tesla to Gauss? So, okay, so now we'll go to this is just. Um, now watch this, you guys. So it's on the very lowest one here. Watch this. Yeah, no, I think you're right. One Tesla is equal to ten to the fourth Gauss. And so it is ten thousand. Okay. Did you see that? I know it was ridiculous. I didn't, think, I didn't think it was that high, but it is. Uh, whatever. It's, uh, I'm ready to leave. <laughs> so, look, nothing right behind me. Where Ted and I are sitting, it's now mid-range. Yeah, well, don't forget that the transformer itself is creating a large magnetic field. That's, that is a very large step-up transformer to convert the voltage from 120 to 12,000. Yeah. That's that's. 
48-pound yeah. iron and copper coils. <laughs> oh, my God, the Jacob's Ladder. There's a ghost. Oh, wait, there's that's a Halloween decoration. <laughs> <laughs> Robert says the Tesla symbolized T is the standard unit of magnetic flux density. It is a value equivalent to one Weber per meter squared Reduced to a base unit in the international system of units. There's too much for me to read. Yeah. Well, right. Look at that fucker. In in my thing, we don't we don't use Teslas. We use everything in Gauss. What is this? This is just Gauss itself. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, and this is this is the just a regular this is Gauss meter. So is that? Yes. That this is this is milligauss also. Or EMF. The way that. But you got to wonder. Uh, let's see if I if I move that so that it's no longer. So no longer creating the, the it's still there. What you're seeing is the magnetic field created by the transformer, exactly. So it's not actually the Yeah, it's not. It's the actual transformer itself. Wow. Yeah, did you just see that sucker? It's catching flames. Well, that's a hell of a way to light your cigarette, wouldn't it be? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, that's a hell of a lighter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I got to put my stuff back together and put them away. But, all right. Oh, no, that one, I guess, doesn't come apart. No, and this one I have to – the K2 was one of them that I just – I'm not – I paid – you can buy these for like 65 bucks, but um, they're just not useful. Yeah, they're not useful. What did we say that this was actually uh, the um, – it was set for more in the audio range? I don't recall exactly. When we took it apart, I was looking at the guts of the thing, trying right. to figure out exactly what it thinks it's doing. Right. Oh, interesting. I don't know. It was relatively unimpressive. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that John is really good at all this stuff. That's why uh, I, I didn't stuff. say that. I did not say that. You said that. I did say that because you have more knowledge for the scrap than this stuff. Yeah. I'm an old school guy. Physics are physics. Laws of physics don't change. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> We're something. So now I want to see, just by chance, because of the way that these... Per chance. Per chance, because of the way these things were created. Is this a static one? Uh-huh. Well, that should... It, that should, and it, it it appears to be. It appears to be working. Every time that the plasma field breaks, it seems to be lighting up. Right. That's set for those are the actual static pods for for. Yep. It gets brighter as the as the plasma field exactly. grows. Exactly. Because that that electrical energy traveling between the two rods through the plasma field mm-hmm. gets more intense the higher it gets. It actually requires more power. Let's see it back here. Yeah, but...
You don't know. I have no idea what the sensitivity of that thing is. Yeah, well, I, that's why I was checking to yeah. see how how close it has to be. Right, and see lower to the to it is. I mean, I what I was trying to do, I was trying to raise it up so that they could see it. Here, I got it. But back here, it's better. It, it's actually stronger back here. Yeah, but again, you don't you don't necessarily know why it's lighting up. Is it because the transformer is right. being? Well, the transformer should be seeing a constant load no matter what but i can i can be so perverted oh would that so would be different easy. than any other day how <laughs> it's just so easy oh i should have wiped all the dust off it then since it just sits on a shelf all year who around. cares dirty filthy thing See. Yep, you should be able to see. You guys it. should be able to see the the actual no, static no, no. pod. It, it was good back here. They too. could see it back they there. Should, they should be able to right between the thing. Hang on, I'm going to tell you because yeah, you can. Yeah, but it's not lighting up back there. No, that's why I had it here. Okay, so, so put it in front of it. Well, that's what I was thinking. Is we, yeah. well, you can't really put it in front of it. Strong right back here behind it. Behind it for so it we're talking really that yeah there it is so okay so now we're talking instead of EMF which the tools that we were using the K2 the 822A and the gauze meter itself mm-hmm. which was showing you know the the reaction on those tools this is oh, yeah. a, just a simple static pod. This just picks up static electricity. That's well, there's it's just, some balloons over there in the garbage can. Why don't you go 99 red balloons rub the balloon and stick it on Cindy's head? What? No. 99 Yeah, they were singing that earlier, and I just and I was uh, I was singing Here, it, and then rub this on your head. You rub it on your head. I don't have any hair. All right, all right, all right. You know, I can't see any of this, so, like, listening to you guys is, like, totally different imaging. Bring it back here. No. (laughs) You guys have to, like, when you're done playing with the thing, you have to set it down and let it So, depending on where the static is on the balloon, it is catching it. depends on the... The static travels around the outside of the balloon. Right. So, but because of... Can't get in. Just rub it on your head, <laughs> Cindy. My head is Here. Thank there you, you. go. Okay. Keep Look going. The... There you Look go. at my hair now. There you go. I can feel the static in so my hair. It does pick up the static electricity from the balloon once you rub it on your head. So it's that's still picking it so up that, for me because my hair is. Well, yeah, because now your hair is all sticking right. out in different directions. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there you go. Everybody got a little lesson. I don't know what a they learned. A little bit of fun. <laughs> Michelle, is, just rub the ghost behind you. I'm sure it has plenty of static. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you static. All right, so you guys can see that, hopefully. So, I don't know. It was a great – so now you have to go back and watch us, Bill. Yes, I do. I can't wait. I'm going to sit down and watch this. <laughs> You'd be like, what the frick were those two doing so while I was – However, just if – now, I, I want you to do this. While you guys – I want you to go back and listen to it and not watch it. And then you'll understand what I've been putting through my mind for the last hour. <laughs> get it. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I actually do on the way home. I do too, yeah. 
I, I tend to just yeah, just listen and not watching. It's a totally different show. Well, yeah, because it's like it's boring for you. You're like, what the fuck are no, they it's doing? No, not boring at all. Exactly. We want to hear that even if you can't see us, we're still thinking. <laughs> you, you need to understand that you know it's uh, you know radio is theater of the mind, and you nailed it. <laughs> Robert, that's not funny. Robert said, I'm sure it would be a lot messier hair if Cindy touched the spark. <laughs> that was so funny. I, I agree. I think Cindy should touch the spark. Yeah, there you go. Now we're getting somewhere. Thanks, guys. I can Let's... turn it off. You could grab a probe in each hand, and then I'll plug it back in. Oh, oh good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine what her hair would do then? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys. You know, How about we let Cindy, John do this? Cindy, do this? I'm going to come to your defense. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to your defense. You tell Ted to grab the prong and then hold your hand while he plugs it in. Exactly. Thank no, you. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Listen, I have boys yeah. that I need to get home to. I really don't want to have to call the ambulance, okay? <laughs> oh, Jimmy just kind of died a little. You guys, we were experimenting. It's she fine. She died a little. She died a little. It's fine. <laughs> all right. So I all, back all this. You bitches. What? Bringing this all back to the paranormal field here. I did. I just told yeah. you I'd haunt. We're just assuming. We're making a grand assumption. That that's all this is. That, the that whole ghosts, thing is based on right, the hypotheses. Ghosts and guessing. have some sort of magnetic field or play with the magnetic spectrum. Oh, my that's God. Right. Robert, Pretty much the bottom line. Robert right. said we have a yeah. defibrillator. Bye. Yes. Now, I don't. I have no idea. Well, they, the idea is they got to be made of something, so let's figure They're out what. They're made of. Ectoplasm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Which is what? Yep. Ghost boogers. Ghost knot. Delicious. Or slime, as we like to call I, it. I'm of I'm of the of the theory that they are made of energy. Energy yes. cannot be created nor destroyed, so they're made of energy. We just need yes. to figure out what the energy is. Right. Right. What spectrum? I, I think that's I think exactly. that's perfect. That's exactly what I say. In 1831, Michael Faraday. Um, one of the great thinkers of his time made this phenomenal observation. Time-varying magnetic fields could in, induce electric current. And then in 1864, James Clerk Maxwell performed his famous paper on uh, dynamic theory of the electromagnetic field. So mm-hmm. this, is, this is the basis, okay? Mm-hmm. But I want to know who actually took that and said, that's what ghosts are made of. I don't know. That, well, and, not and that, I don't think not we, that they're made of that. It's just that that's, that's how we that's can what it's produced, or that's what that's what how we can. Yeah. He also wore aluminum for. foil on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, wasn't that from the, uh, what? What the hell was that movie? Uh, um, I don't know. Eric and I were on. They sat around on the couch with tin foil on their head, yes. so that so that yes, the aliens could. That. What was it? They're brain protectors. Brain, exactly. Brain, yeah, brain protectors. Yeah. So, 
Well, you know, Bill, we have had a great night with you, but it's unfortunately time for us to end the show already. It's Is it been, really? Yes, it's been an amazing show. I've had such a good time, Bill. I hope you really have had a good time and you've enjoyed your time with us. Oh, it was a blast. and I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you all in February in Rochester. Yes. Awesome. That, yes. Uh, and we're going to have a, we're going to have a fun time. We really are going to have a fun time. Yeah, it's going to be great. And they're calling for a mild winter, so that means we won't have a lot of snow. Don't. Why are you well, saying that? What are you talking about? Hey, that's, don't that's, say that out loud. Hey, that's what I'm being told all the time. It's going to be a mild winter. I don't necessarily believe that. Mm-hmm. Well, it could be worse. It could be the 1960s and 50s when they had snow drifts all the way up to the top of the telephone poles. Right, that's true. my point. Yeah. It doesn't happen anymore. That's true too. Yeah, no, global you know. warming. Yeah, exactly. Global global warming. Yeah. We're not going there. And, and demons. Oh, I, demons. Demons also keep the snow away. I I do want to say one thing, guys. The 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 fires in California are serious. I mean, they're majorly serious. Yes. I mean, thirty people have died. Plenty of uh, businesses and homes have been burnt to the ground. Lots of my friends have been moved out of the area. Yeah, and evacuation. Uh, people have lost everything. Yeah, and we uh, need to send lots. Uh, of- this is not a political thing, and I'm not saying it for that for anybody to 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 say anything other than I think that Donald Trump, the comment you made, you're an ass. You shouldn't have made the comment you said. What did he say? I believe that the people that fight fires do the best they can with what they have, and. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I think there's always room for improvement, but give them what they need to fight these fires. Don't beat them down just because they don't have it. Help them. I didn't right. hear what Trump said. Exactly. So, I didn't hear what so, he said either. But it doesn't surprise me. He says uh, he was going to pull federal funding them. from them because they they're they just How don't know what you they're doing. Fucking so. send people there. You fucking help him. Help them. That's what I said. That's what I said Listen, in a I'll nice way. Listen, I'll make it political. We have an ass hat for a president who fucking just needs to get out. We need to fucking get him out of office. We we got rid of Nixon. We need to get rid of this ass hat. <laughs> yeah, that's enough I mean, of that. what? Did I say that out loud? <laughs> Oops. Sorry, not Sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't mean for that to happen. Listen, the host is going to get me all riled and bubbled. I, I, riled and bubbled. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I didn't agree with them and that if things like this are happening on a goal, you know, because California, I mean, there's obviously people hurting. There's people that have died. Instead of on TV saying certain things, please there. just send them help. That's all I'm saying. Right. Why, why aren't they sending the federal government to help with a bunch more resources i think i think there are but at the same time don't sit there and, and slander as far as i'm concerned that's what he's just doing so, okay or whatever yes, talk radio Cindy. is fully funded by donations <laughs> sponsors and benefactors if you would like to contribute to keep paratalk radio and paratalk radio on the road broadcasting please visit our website at paratalkradio.com and click on the gofundme link Thank you to the following contributors, Dave Batista, Trent Nielsen, Sheila Oslander, Rebecca Bruno, Chanel Fletcher, T.B. Keller, J.C. Fry, Steve Barry, Doug Olson, Noah Almakinder, and Charlene and Matthew Kraft, and Terry Febri, a.k.a. Phoebe. Okay, everybody, thank you so much. We appreciate it, but don't forget.
Wherever there is darkness, there's always delight. <laughs> Uh, okay, everybody, that was John's way of shutting us off. So <laughs> when things get out of hand, Bill, again, thank you so much for Thanks, joining us. Bill. I can't wait to see you in February, and you're welcome back yeah, on the thank show you for any, having you. any any time you like. Yeah. So one thank of the comments was yeah, one well, of the comments is that since mm-hmm. Heather said I'm going to call him the C word, Trump, and uh, Robert said this spark get bigger by the anger of Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, everybody, don't forget, wherever there is darkness, there is always delight. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Take care. (laughs) You've been listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy. Catch us next Monday when we will bring you another fantastic guest. Thank you to our guests, our sponsors, and Jay Wolf Productions. Be safe. Be good, and remember, wherever there is darkness, there is always the light. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.